PWP Nation, where wrestling discussion lives. Well, hello there. Dukes, Keith, and Griff here from the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC Pod. Fellas? Holla. Oh, hello. We're here to let you know that you could be possibly missing out on the best podcast ever created, aside from the Offended podcast, of course, and you don't want to be missing that. Now, what makes us the best? Griff? Uh, yeah. Great. Keith? Uh, exactly. Look, I'll keep it really simple for you. Crazy people, crazy news, crazy theories, crazy uncredible. That's right. We made that word up. Griff, Keith, say something crazy for me. Quarter Russia wants you to believe in some real. Nice. Look, you can find us just about anywhere that you get your podcasts, especially Apple Podcasts. Also, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook at ABC Pod. That's ABC POD. Twitter at underscore ABC Pod and Instagram at ABC Podcast. Check in with us for a new episode every Monday and join the conspiracy to commit stupid. We will see you then and shout out to the offended podcast. Adios. Later, guys. Like you more than a friend. Welcome to the special first of end of the year specials that we have right here on Offended, presented by PWP Nation. It's your boy Tricky alongside Stoutsy. Okay. <laughs> Marks. So weak. <laughs> well, I if, know. if you guys listened to our episode that came out on Wednesday, <laughs> it's weird. Uh-huh. We just recorded it. But uh, if you listen to the episode that just came out on Wednesday. Then you know that Stout is a piece of shit, and uh, he's not in the cockpit. Well, nope, I'm back in the poop pit, everybody. Old stomach illness caught up to me again, so uh, back in the DL, just laying in bed, doing this pod. Kind of nice. I'm not going to lie, it's kind of nice doing this podcast, like in the living room, like on a comfortable couch. Just yeah. I'm watching the Samsung like thing go like bounce around, waiting for it to hit a corner. Shout yeah. out office. I, uh, I'll just sit there and look at your fucking face, which is always nice. Your face just makes me want to poop. Well. Get it? Do you, do you get it? Do you get yeah. it? Yeah. Did, did you get the joke? Because you, poop. Yeah. Poop, hey. Poop mouth. But, hey. Uh, like Ariana Grande said, I have a autoimmune system disease and I can't control if I have poop eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that, Jim. Well, anyway, um, yeah, but we just recorded a, uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, go listen to our WWE TLC preview show. So it's kind of the theme of this week is a wrestling week. Yeah, it was a pretty good, uh, it was a pretty good prediction show for it was. TLC. It flowed. It flowed really nicely. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny, like our show's not a wrestling podcast by any means, but you know, we seem to talk wrestling like the best. <laughs> we do. We know wrestling, wrestling and hockey That's pretty well. Say, wrestling and hockey, and even I'll throw music in there too. <clears throat> yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! It's gonna hit the corner. Oh, wait! Come on! Yeah. Nope.
damn it. It was so close. It's not going to happen, man. Keep you guys updated. This is a total office moment I'm having right now. I hope it never hits. Thanks, man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, this episode is going to be our first of probably three, I want to say, maybe end of year specials we're going to do. Maybe maybe four. Not sure. Um, Next week will definitely be a music. We're going to do top 20 albums and and probably songs too. Top 20 albums? I don't even know if I listened to 11 albums. We could do maybe 10 albums and then do 20 songs. Yeah. 20 albums, man. It's hard to come across 20 albums. I mean, I think once you start like Looking into it, I think you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I guess I could do this." But that's true. Um, I think last year we only did ten albums. Now that I think about it, I think we did ten last year and twenty uh, songs. Twenty songs, yeah. So definitely. we'll keep that. Um, that might be the only two end of year specials we have. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, other than that, I mean, like I said, like I would like to do movies, but like. I haven't seen yeah. like everything that's come out this year. I mean, yeah. we, could, we could maybe just do an end of year special. Like Bowman said, do that episode in February, which I like that idea because it gives us enough time to catch up. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that too. Um, I mean, I'm, I just now I'm finally catching up to all of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And um, so those are about, I have watched like seven of those. So there's my <laughs> part of my top 10. <laughs> <laughs> Um, maybe video games. I don't know. See, like, games. it might. We might just stick with music and wrestling. That's my. Those might be the only two end of year specials that we do. If anybody has any suggestions, throw them our way at Offended Pod on Twitter yeah. on Facebook. Good idea. Yeah. Um. And, and if you want to go buy our T-shirt, go to www.prowrestlingtees.com and search Offended. We come right up. We need to do it that way. For some reason, yep. the link doesn't work. Yeah, we got a bad link. Yep. Fucking mark of a website. Anyway. He's a fucking mark of a Mario character, too. Who? Link. Zelda? (laughs) Yeah, Zink. (laughs) The legend of Peach. (laughs) All right, let's get into it. We got a big, big, big end of year episode here. We're going to count down our top five. Well, for me, ten. Top 10 moments of the year in wrestling. And then we're going to go into the top 20 wrestlers of the year and top 20 matches of the year. We just got done recording our shortest episode in offended's history. And now we're going to do the longest. Yep. Sure. are. Mm -hmm. So take off your pants, crack open a beer. Shout out Luke Gallows. Listen to (laughs) best podcast. ever. All right. Let's, but before we get into that, let's do the, the normal. Let's get into the songs of the week. Let's do it. Ooh. I got a pretty good list this week. Did you hear that pop? Did that come no. through? No, was that Ooh. Mick Foley? That was my neck. Oh, oh, that was neck Foley? Yeah. <laughs> See what I did there? Cheap pop. Yeah, he, Cheap can, pop. he can go wrestle with that. That one guy that keeps getting arrested with the gigantic neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that guy. The huge neck. <laughs> Wild. It reminded me of Bad Boys 2 for some reason. <laughs> I is, he's like, big fucking ass. Nice fucking fish. <laughs> yeah. Uh, By the way, there's never going to be a Bad Boys 3. So. Yeah, there is. No. They just signed on to it. I don't believe it. 
for like five years they've been sending out random pictures of each other like we doing it i don't believe it no like it's official now they actually signed on they never signed on before now it's yeah, you, you can't believe everything on the internet todd well, I mean, when the don't be such company a, don't like, be such a mark publicizes it, you know, I think you can kind of like put maybe money down. It's going to happen. Maybe, maybe they're in on it. Maybe they're in on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you fucking muppet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get in the stories of the week, yeah. <laughs> oh God, Zane, why are you tagging me again? Yeah, he's on my side. Oh, cool. Go have. Go play Fortnite. Yeah, that one just kind of. Mm-hmm. That I'm not a Fortnite guy, so, but we'll see. I like how he's right. basing the. Uh, so he, obviously, it's going back into our argument of which is more if it's a Halloween or a Christmas movie, but he's basing it off of a fucking one song at the very beginning of the movie that never gets sang again. And I think I have a fair. I think I have a fair argument here. So. And Billy Madison, when they sing that song at the end of the movie, and they're like, do you have any more gum? So I guess the movie's just about him finding gum then. Whatever. It's the most popular song in that movie. Uh, That's just a dumb argument. That's a dumb way to win an argument. It's dumb. It's dumb. uh, The whole movie. And by the way, you need to, like, stop pooping and come over for, like, an hour and a half to watch this movie. By the way, this needs to happen before the end of the month. It's a ho- it's a Halloween movie. It's a Christmas movie. You fuck. I can't watch it during the Christmas season. Oh, you you even agreed to this. I'm gonna have to go back on a couple but episodes ago because you were I, like, yeah, I'll do it. Fine. Just having I'll a hard it. time taking this L because we you did said, two, no because we did like, two polls and you just can't. If you would have won the polls and I ever brought oh, this, up, you'd be like, nope, nope. Now nope, you're don't. backing up on it. Now you're nope, backing up. Just backing up. No, I'm just saying that the polls you're are backing spoken, up on it. Don't lie. You just, you just you can't take the L. You said you do this, and now oh, but that's classic. oh, I'll watch it with you. But that's it's still classic, Jim. Though I'll do a wrap up. Can't watch watching it isn't going to change my mind. Hey, promote the wrap up. That was my bad. <laughs> Fucking hey, asshole. I'm just saying. Start. You, go ahead. Start songs of the week. You little piece of no. shit. No, you start. Uh, no, I, I I vote you. I let's fine. Let's do a poll first. Who goes first? All right. All right, I got one vote from Zane. You got zero votes, so. Uh, trying to suck your dick. All right, I'll go first. Uh, my first song this week, uh, Mac Miller. They dropped a couple Spotify singles that he did. Uh, he covered the song called uh, "Nothing Is Nothing." Yeah, it's a, the original of that is a fucking great song. Nothing yeah. from nothing means nothing. Yeah, you gotta have nothing. something. I think he did all right. He's not like the best singer, but I like when he kind of mm-hmm. covers. It's like got a different voice. So, uh, shout out my man, Mac Miller. I got, a, I got a little beef to pick with the Grammys, though. His album being on album of the year. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. would it have really been nominated if he didn't pass away, though? That's the that's, thing. That's like that's what I'm wondering me. too. I mean, in my opinion, it was his best album he's ever done. Mm-hmm. But put up there with album of the year, I, I, I don't know. That's tough, dude. This just. I mean, the Grammys don't mean shit anymore, by the way. Oh, not at all. It's a, it's the equivalent of a fucking MTV award now. Yeah, well, what's bad is like, and this is not a shot at like rap music or anything, but every album of the year, a majority of them are like, it's hip hop mm-hmm. or rap. And it's like, because that's the most popular kind of thing in yeah. the media. gets exp- Like, you don't fucking, you know, Dave Matthews doesn't, you know, cause a ruckus on the... yeah. Social media and the news, so his album doesn't get to get 
Exactly. Not saying his album, but he's just an example of like how it literally just comes down to how much your fucking face is on the TV or at the like, end of the day. U2 gets no Grammy nominations anymore when they have the record, I think, for the most Grammy wins. Like that, I think yeah. to me that just says something about like the overall selection of what they pick now. Because like if U2 is the record holder and they're not getting nominated anymore, I think that right. speaks volumes, especially when their last album was number one and critically acclaimed by everybody. Like right. it's like a 90 something. Like, like it's a, it was a great album. Like, and for that to not be nominated, I think is a little bullshit, but you know me, I'm a U2 Mark. So I, I can't really take my opinion for it, but I think that's just how that is. Um, let's see what else. There's another album that like came out that was like fucking phenomenal and it gets no like Grammy nominations. And I can't think of for the life of me what it is. If you're in like alternative music, you're not going to be nominated for shit. No, yeah, you're really not. And it's, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's it's literally just all about their fucking ratings and who's mm-hmm. going to draw people. And it's like, that's just so dumb. Mm-hmm. And like, here's the Grammys. It's all about music, right? Well, how come, and this is not a dig at these genres by any means, because I like the genres that are picked. I like pop music and I like rap music. Yeah. But if the Grammys have to be, are like the award ceremonies for like, best musical talent and best overall music when the people nominated don't even play a fucking instrument how is that correct like how is that right yeah uh, yeah it's it's not it's just mm-hmm. it's just such a shame the way it, it is. is now it totally is just sucks man cause like when the Grammy yes it hit big... the corner sorry oh, fuck sorry. off no it didn't I no swear proof. to god but uh, All right, I can turn this off now. It's like I feel bad because a lot of artists are kind of like I don't even care about Grammys anymore because like they're they're just like a popularity fucking thing. That's all and it it's is. Like That's all it winning is. a Grammy used to be huge. Yeah, winning a Grammy used just to mean like, something. Unless you drop an album and then act, you don't have to act a fool, but just basically like get yourself televised on fucking TMZ and the E Network and all that shit. Yeah. Nobody's going to fucking care. No, exactly. That's the whole point. It's all popularity <laughs> contest. Yeah. Well, it that's almost... why kind of like like the British award, music awards and stuff, like those ones like go deep into like alternative music and like kind of not, like I guess you could say under the radar, not mainstream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, at least they get like noticed. Yeah. So. I would almost rather win an MTV award now than like a fucking Grammy. Like, yeah. at least it, I don't, that's just me, but it's just like, Man, like this just fucking sucks now. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. It's well, it's like I was. People were bitching about uh, Twenty One Pilots not being nominated, but they didn't realize that there's like a certain there's like a you cutoff know, the time, date. There's a cutoff date, and they're like five days after the cutoff date. Mm-hmm. So it's like, which yeah, is and, which is fucking stupid because the cutoff date's like in September or something like that. It's, it's like the first of October. Yeah, and they don't like. Why does it take so long to announce the things that I don't know? I think the cutoff thing is dumb. My the couple things really fucking dumb, yeah. but whatever. Whatever. All right. Well, that anyway. was the What'd you say? I said that was the Grammys. Yeah, and that was how the Grammys are pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, moving uh, uh, on. Uh, your song. Yeah. Uh, my num my first song of the week. My number five. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with "Break My Fall" by Doc Robinson. Nice little indie song. Um, you know, you can just roll down the windows, chill. You know? <laughs> 
but it's uh actually it's a phenomenal song this is actually on i discovered this song like last week so spotify put out like their like end of year like stuff but yeah. they also give you another playlist that's like broaden your horizons and listen to this based off mm-hmm. like based off like what music you listen to listen to right. this stuff kind of playlist like is fucking awesome yeah yeah it's awesome I don't think if I, uh, I don't think if I noticed that. I, by the way, shout out Spotify for doing that. That was pretty cool. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's like, oh fuck, a lot. You know, like you listen to a song like back in May like a thousand times, yep. and then you forget about it. Mm-hmm. And they fucking, yeah. I thought that was really cool what they did, but uh, I haven't noticed a. It's a called playlist. Taste Breakers. It should be on yours. Yeah, everybody got one. If you did, if you did oh, that yep. thing, there it got is. One. Um, yep, found it. But what's funny for me on that, like, end of the year, this is the third year in a row now U2's been my number one. And I'm like, man, I really thought 1975 was going to take that over this year. <laughs> nope. Yeah, they took over mine. Uh, U2, I listened to, I think it was 34 hours of U2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I listened to a lot of 1975. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 1975 was second. And then what sucks about this is that, like, it had, like, the wrestling music took up two of them. For me, oh like, yeah, why can't that just be grouped in the one, but yeah. whatever? Because I use it like for the video game, right? So, like, I think in all honesty, I think it's either Gambino or like Prince or Bowie. I think would probably be up there with like mm-hmm. 1975 U2, and I think it was Kanye West was the other one. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, Doc Robinson uh, is the song uh, I discovered uh, off uh, that uh, playlist, uh, Taste Breakers, uh, and it's a fucking great song. Yeah, uh, I got a lot of the same artists on my taste breakers. Not that like I have, but like a lot like the recommended ones. There's just like a shit ton. Really? Yeah, mine's like all different. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. Uh, So my number two this week. Little song by this band called The True Blue. A song called Played Out. Uh, best way to describe it: Windows Down, cruising. Uh, I actually think you'd actually really like this song. It's uh, I think they're like pop kind of, but uh, I listened to like some of the other songs. They weren't. I don't know. I didn't really like dive into not it. Not like them. Yeah, but I really like this song. Again? Played Out by the. Uh, True Blue. Saw somebody uh, share it on their Instagram. And I was like, hmm, I wonder what this is. And I was check like, oh. It's a pretty chill song. You know, something you and the lady can listen to. You have to check that shit out. Yeah, check it out, bro. I will, bro. I go, bro. <laughs> Did someone say I go, bro? Oh, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it right now. My voice is so scratchy. So, I was You're at. Chicken gizzard. I was grocery shopping the other day and I saw package that said chicken gizzard I'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have my phone with me inside i was like shit oh my god <laughs> what like, an opportunity phone i know <laughs> <laughs> sir i need to take this chicken outside with me to take a picture <laughs> yeah i don't want this can i take it outside please though yeah or sir do you have your phone on you i need you to take a picture and send it to me right now <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't understand just do it <laughs> yeah what if he just started yelling chicken gizzard at you yeah like oh my god you get it <laughs> no he just goes he takes a picture. He goes, "Do you want to see the Ico Pro section? <laughs> Did you just say Ico Pro? Pro? <laughs> oh God, classic. Yeah, that's classic. All right. Well, Bro. anyway, <laughs> Ch- 
What's your number uh, number four? My number four is by the band The War on Drugs called Burning. Another just good song. Just good song. War on Drugs kind of, re- they remind me of uh, Tom Petty like a little bit. <laughs> and this his voice like sounds like Tom Petty. And there's a good fucking, they're like, an, I don't want to say that they're, they're not a jam band, but they're like that indie, they're an indie band that like, Fucking, they can just play for like a long time if that makes sense. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, and like their music is so good. Like they've been around for a while. I get what you're saying. Like they're probably kind of a band that they'll just sit around, fuck around on some instruments, and mm-hmm. make some music. Yeah, yeah. and they just yeah, they just keep going. Like the song just keeps going, and it just gets it, like they. It seems like they add like just another layer. Like as the song con- like continues, like yeah. it's so good. At first, I was going to be like, oh, I've heard of the war on drugs. And then I was like, oh, yeah, because of the news. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty I'm sure you have actually heard of war on drugs. They've been they've been around for a while. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to look into it. You should. You should. Check it out. Mm. All right, so my third song this week is called uh, San Marcos. It's by this uh, boy band, hip-hop group, called Brock Hampton. Have you ever heard of them? Brock Lesnar? <laughs> no, uh, no. These guys actually show up when they're supposed to. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're called Brockhampton. Ever heard of them? Mm-mm. I think you'd like them. I don't think you'd like all of their stuff, but you'd you'd like some of it. It's so. I just kind of found out about these guys, and long story short, there's this one guy who started a on a, like a Kanye West forum, like, "Hey, anybody want to meet up and play music?" And eventually turned into like. 12 13 of these guys who they all make music together whether like they sing or they're like the producers or not mm-hmm. and it's basically like a mixture of like uh old hip-hop with like soundcloud rap like it's not like emo music they have they have a bunch of different stuff i think you'd i'll have to send you the their like kind of first album you just have to like listen to it all and like some songs you'll be like eh, okay but then other songs you'll be like all right this kind of got like a cool vibe to it mm-hmm. just check it check for, for show for show shout out since next week is our top 20 songs i'm gonna give a little spoiler alert. Uh, one of the songs on my top 20 is totally gonna be pat's earrings um pat maroon's earrings uh, yeah yeah pat, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pat earrings. You wanna come and get it i'm gonna give it to you but uh Katie almost ruined that song for me, by the way. Oh, God. How? Because she's like, doesn't this, this sounds like something. And I'm like, no, it's just a great song. Just enjoy it. She goes, no, it sounds like something. I'm like, what does it sound like? She goes, I got it. Hold my Terry folds. Hold my foldy flaps. I'm like, you son uh, of a bitch. It does sound like that. What's wrong with her? I don't know. But I'm like, I like that song, so it's fine. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is a good song. I was like, at first, I was like, why Shout did you say that? <laughs> Yeah, damn it, Katie. She always has to ruin stuff. I know. She's a stupid idiot. Whatever. Whatever. <sighs> um, anyway. Did you say your song? No. Uh, no. My number three. It is, correct? Yes. My number three is by St. Paul and the Broken Bones going with Apollo. Just a okay. fucking phenomenal song. Kind of has like a little disco vibe to it. Yeah, I've heard of them, but I haven't heard that song though. Oh, it's so good. It's off their newest album that came out, I think, a couple months ago. It's okay. really good. It was actually on my Taste Breakers uh, playlist. It was the first song on the playlist. I was like, damn, this <laughs> song is fucking incredible. How have I never heard this song before? 
Actually, I uh, just put it on my Instagram story the other day. I'm like, if you don't like this song, I don't like you. <laughs> oh, is that that song? Yeah, yeah. It's so okay. fucking good. So good. I'll just get to... I'll check it out. Yeah, dude, you need to like it's a, it's it's on my top twenty for next week too. Like, okay, it's, that's how good that song is. Okay, yeah, just tell everybody. You know, why don't you just do your top twenty now? No, I'm gonna wait. You know, okay. just give the listener like a little preview ski of you know what could be on it, what might not be on it. You know, whatever. Call those teasers in the showbiz, Todd. <laughs> and that's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz, baby. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my number two. Si, senorita. This this is going to be my fun song of the year of 2019 for the summer. Chance the Rapper. For the summer? For, yeah, like for this spring, summer. This is, this is going to be my jam. I haven't listened Called, to that one yet, actually. Dude. I listened to the other one. I like the other one. I like the... Uh, da, 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 uh, something like when a man has everything. Every, what you, yeah, the man who has everything. Yeah, that's a really good song too. But uh, my own thing, dude, it's such a fun song. You'll love it, dude. Like when I'm like, oh, I thought you were gonna song. pick that other one, you piece of shit. That's why I didn't pick that. <laughs> no, if you fucking listen to both, maybe you know which one I pick. No, it's a. Uh, I just love Chance, man. So do I. His voice is just like. His voice is just like fun and just like, mm-hmm. ah, it's just so fucking talented. Let's do yeah. that hockey. Let's do that hockey. <laughs> One of the best skits I've seen. It is. It really is. It really is. So, uh, yeah, that is my that's my number dos. Nice, nice. Uh, my number two is by this lovely band called the 1975. Oh, yeah. Uh, I couldn't be more in love. Mm. Okay. I left that one off on purpose. Did you think it was going to be something else? No, I thought you were going to pick that one. Oh, you did? Yeah. All right. Am I just that fucking readable? Uh yeah, right. I was gonna pick "Be My Mistake," but then I was like, I like the vibe that our songs of the week has going right now. Mm-hmm. I don't really want to slow it down all that much. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, like I'm looking out for the listener. I understand. I'm next picking week, up next week. I might have it. Yeah, maybe we'll see how we're feeling next week. If TLC goes bad, yeah, we'll just put on a just, just a sad a, playlist. Just a sad song. Oh, uh, shout out, by the way. So our last 90s episode in January, correct? Um, yes. Um, so, yeah. Jim can't hear this because he's not in the cockpit, but the... Holler! Scott I Steiner, can hear it a little bit. Scott Steiner's going out. Okay. All right. So, we have two 90s episodes left now. Yep. We are going to do a 90s wrestling episode. Yes, sir. So I think instead of doing a wrap-up here, maybe maybe next week we'll do a 90s little thing. I don't know. Maybe in two weeks. We'll do it in two weeks. But, yeah, we got a 90s, okay. best of 90s wrestling, uh, best re- top 20 wrestlers and matches from the 90s. Okay, I like it. Mm-hmm. Digging it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you can't figure out who's number one from the 90s, <laughs> if you can't figure out, I think both of the, me and you are going to have the same number one. I mean, everybody should have this guy at number one, obviously. But Bob Holly. Yes. Actually, <laughs> no, no, I was, I was Gilbert, dude. Oh, um, oh, fuck, what was his name? Uh, uh. 
The Ultimate uh, Warrior. Be- uh, Beaver Cleavage. <laughs> meat. Do you, me- do you remember that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Remember Meat? Uh, oh, yeah, I do remember Meat. This is Sean Stasiak? Yeah. Who follows uh, us on uh, Twitter, by the way. Shout out. He, yeah, he follows me. Does he follow you individually, too? Yeah. Yeah, same here. Uh, ha, he was Meat. Uh, Beaver Cleavage. Uh, Christian had to put him over once. I tweeted him that. I said, remember when you had to lose to Beaver Cleavage? Yeah. <laughs> He didn't say anything because he texted me back and said that he was busy and couldn't reply to my tweet. So that was cool, though. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> is it my song? Is it? Yeah, I think it's your second song. Or no, number it's my one. first. Number yeah. one. Can you guess my number one? Uh, it's going to be off the 1975's new album. Um I like America and America likes me. That is my number one song this mm-hmm. week. Uh, I don't know why. That's just been a... Uh, it's a good song. That's just been my jam. It's a good know. fucking song, man. Yeah, it's a whole fucking good album. Did you get your shirt? Not yet. I think it doesn't ship out for a while. Oh, pussy. I love that shirt. It's a great it has, shirt. It has all the fucking lyrics on it. It's funny because people can be like, oh, dude, cool America shirt. And I'm like, ha ha, this is actually kind of not really a fuck you America song. <laughs> So you're welcome, by the way, for what I tagged. I showed you that shirt. Oh, yeah, I know. And I was like, what? What? Along with the other thousands of all I want, though, is I kind of just want like a simple 1975 hat. They have those, I think. No, dude, I've looked everywhere. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, they had them out like when the last album, when the second album came out. Oh, well, that doesn't fucking help me right now. I swear to God, Jim. (laughs) You know, uh, I was no. actually feeling bad for you. I was hoping that you'd feel better soon, but now I hope you just shit everywhere all the time. <laughs> like uh, the deers in uh, Eight Crazy Nights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's me. That's your boy. Uh, but yeah, that is my number one. Uh, I was actually sad that you potentially probably won't be here on Saturday. But nope, fuck you. I'm not sad now. There's a bunch of stuff people want me to do this weekend. I'm like, I just can't. I can't Sad-bagging promise. Sad-bagging bitch. I am. Just uh, just. <laughs> Pull me up on video Skype and put me downstairs on the computer. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Jim's here? <laughs> uh, Where'd you go? Yeah. He's taking a shit. Uh, honestly, it was between I Couldn't Be More In Love and this song, but I kind of was, I was like, um, I think you're going to pick the song, and I also didn't want to pick like a sappy song yeah. for some reason. Mm-hmm. That was the same way. We had the, that's yeah. why we're co-hosts, Jim. That's why we do what we do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, uh, what's your number one? My number one is by this uh, band. I don't know if you ever heard of them. New Queen. Two. Oh. Queen, live from Montreal. Uh, we will rock you the fast version. Ooh. I had actually never heard this version until like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Holy!" Was, I was going to use it as my song of the week last week. Because I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, by the way, phenomenal fucking movie. Yeah, I know. I got to go see it. If, Oscar, Oscar worthy? Oh, if Rami Malek doesn't win an Oscar. If he doesn't get nominated number one, I'm going to be pissed. But I think he should okay. win the Oscar. He is spot on as Freddie Mercury. Like, spot yeah, he's, on. Yeah, uh, he's incredible, man. He's yep. a great actor. He really is. And He's, so, uh, kind, of, he's kind of a method actor, so. Yeah, and he's uh, apparently being lined up as the next Bond villain, which is fucking awesome. Which is dope because he's such a creepy dude yeah like if you watch mr robot dude he's just kind of like even though he's not like a villain in that way well, kind of is but he's just he can play a creepy fucking guy mm-hmm. he's kind of got like 
he's kind of got those eyes too that are like kind of yep. kind of uh i guess i'll just say creepy again it's his presence it's the way <laughs> yeah like, yeah and he's yeah. like such a he seems like such a sweetheart like oh he is of he's like, like watch any interview with him dude i didn't mean to cut you off but like watch yeah, any that's... tv interview he does and he's just like the nicest mm-hmm. and he's like got a dry sense of humor yeah. too. It's he's like he's, shy too he's like yeah. oh, i don't really know like he's he's very humble too extremely humble yeah which is uh and he's got like such respect for like why he like when he was doing this movie the interviews about it he's just like you know i want to do it mm-hmm. i'm not doing this to, like he's was such a huge queen fan he wanted to just do he wanted to do freddie mercury right like yep. he's just a good guy for the show that's showbiz baby showbiz baby but yeah i was gonna pick this song last week but we didn't do a songs of the week because it was all it was a music episode anyways but uh yep yeah man like i've never heard this version before and i listened to this whole live album the live album is you guys gotta look it up it's from live in montreal it's on spotify they literally play every fucking song that you can think of on that like on that like live cd i mean it is perfect like it is a masterpiece of a live album so that song kicks off the show. I have never heard it sped up like the way they do like that. And it's like fucking bad ass, dude. Like it is fucking sweet. You know what? Like you get know, you amped up. You know what? You know what? Let's give the listeners a little a little uh little uh preview here. How about that? Okay. Give it to them. So you get it. So all I could imagine is like that being in like a Mighty Ducks movie when they were younger and like <laughs> training for a game. See, like I could see that, dude, it could be used in so many ways. Like you like build it up. Like, okay, I'm thinking of like an action movie where they just like going fucking nuts. At yeah. And like, or like a car chase scene or something like that. Like yeah. it could be a fucking it could be used for a lot of things like very, uh, suspenseful and dude, isn't it awesome? It's like a punk version yeah. of that song. It's awesome. Yeah. And like, at first I was like, I don't know how this is going to go, dude. It's awesome. They deliver yeah. it perfectly. And then, yeah. um, but I was thinking you've seen the rundown obviously, right? Yes. The rock, the part at the end where he like closes his eyes and he's like, he doesn't want to use the guns. Cause he's like, he doesn't like how he is with guns. When he closes yeah. his eyes and he, like slowly gets up and just goes like badass. Oh Put yeah. That song in that scene. And there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 And that was songs of the week. <laughs> yep. Yep. So the, the yep, the yep, is the yep movement dead? I was just about to say the yes movement is dead, but the yep movement is not dead. Cause yes. they're going to be faces when they come back. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was Songs of the Week. You can go on Spotify and find that playlist that Offender Presents Songs of the Week. All right. All right. Before we get into everything else, let's hear a quick word from our sponsor, Kyle Forshay. 
What's up, everybody? Kyle Fauché here to tell you about my brand new podcast, the Going Off Topic podcast brought to you by the Anything But Credible Network. On Going Off Topic, I look at all forms of media from different real and theoretical angles that you don't usually hear about. From movies to TV to music to sports to gaming to anything, really. You never know what the topic will be, but you're guaranteed a new angle and a different conversation about it, that's for sure. You can find Going Off Topic anywhere and everywhere that you get your podcasts. Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Going Off Topic with Kyle Fauché, on Twitter, going underscore off underscore topic. And don't forget about anythingbutcredible.com, where you can find everything for the pod, including the written blog post. That's right. We're carrying over the Going Off Topic blog to anythingbutcredible.com too. So check it all out there, and I'll catch you on the next topic. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You know what I'm afraid of, Phyllis? <laughs> Getting a Get boner. I love our, uh, I love our off-air convos. I know, I know. Right, we're, like, we're on the right. air. We're on the air right now. I didn't give you the signal since you can't, since you're not here and can't hear the music. But we're back on the air. I know, I know we're on the air. Oh, so. do you? Yeah, dude. I can tell. The tone of your voice gives it away. Does it? All right, everybody. It's tricky. I don't know why you sounded like a South Park character, but uh, you're going to have to live with that. Fuck, I am thirsty. All right. Uh, sorry. Uh, so, uh, I forgot what we were talking about. Well, we were talking about some other things. <laughs> Fucking douche. <laughs> well, man, box, back in the box here. <laughs> All right. Fucking Christ. And we're back! <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Welcome that back to Offended. And we're back here on Offended. Offended. The following podcast schedule for one fall. Oh. I love when he announces, uh, he's like, the biggest, sexiest wrestler alive. Luke Gallows. <laughs> and Carl Anderson. And Carl Anderson. Oh, God. All right. So, uh, all right. What do we got up? Here we go. Let's get into it. End of the year special here on a founded presented by PWP nation, of course, but, um, we're going to go into our top five. Do you only have five moments? Yes. We're going to go into our top five moments of 2018 real quick. Before we start, let me list off five that I have. So I did 10 because okay. I like started to do it and then I was like, shit, shit. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. There wasn't too many. There was moments, but not some that I thought were like top of the year worthy. So like, Mm -hmm. if I would have done top ten, those like last five would have been like, meh. 
See, uh, cool moments, but the year was so. I didn't think the year was all that great, like especially on the raw side. So I think that really, honestly, moment wise, it wasn't that great. Uh, matches wise, it was actually a lot better than I thought it was. Yeah, like exactly. totally. Yeah, definitely. Well, anyway, I'm gonna start real quick. I'm gonna say my ten through six. Uh, at number ten, I have the Undertaker and Shawn Michaels' promo from Raw. Like, okay. Oh like, yeah. Oh yeah. They. That's how you cut a promo. Oh yeah. Good one. Uh, at number nine, Kevin Owens and Elias Seattle promo, where they just booed for six oh, minutes fuck, straight. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's good. That's my number one for funniest moment of the year by far. Oh, definitely. Um, that might be the funniest moment in like the last ten years, honestly. Probably, yeah. Um, at number eight, I got Alistair Black's attackers revealed. Mm-hmm. Johnny Wrestling or Johnny Badass now. Yeah. Uh, at number seven, I got Ciampa winning the NXT title. When did he win the title? It was on an episode of NXT, like three weeks before the takeover. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and at number six, I got Jericho showing up at All In. Nice. Good picks. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Go ahead. Kick us off at number five. I'll kick us off. I'm going to put this out here for the old listeners that I am a very WWE heavy on my list because... Mm-hmm. I did not get too deep into the uh, indie scene this year. And I know that Tricky has a bunch of, uh, maybe not a bunch, but cover the good indie stuff. So I, I got a few. I'm not going to lie, man. Most of my stuff, especially matches-wise, it's mostly all NXT. Like, NXT stole 2018. Like, Yeah, I figured you probably have some NXT. I have some NXT. I don't have really any 205. Mm-hmm. But I knew you probably would. Uh, yeah, I got a few. Nothing that I could really like remember, so I was like, "Well, whatever you have, I'll go off of." But uh, it's funny because like last year, I think I had a lot of New Japan and Ring of Honor we, matches we, last year. We both did because I went back and like watched a bunch of matches. And I don't, I have like maybe two or three, I think New Japan matches, if that. Yeah, I think All In kind of overtook anything else kind of going on. I think wrestling wise. Oh, it totally did. On the indie scene, so I think it kind of took away from, like, the... Um, I mean, there was Wrestle Kingdom, but from, like, the G1 Classic and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I think that All-In just kind of took away from it a little bit, but... It, it completely did. Yeah, so... But All-In was fucking, you know... The, well, that whole, it was a fucking phenomenal year still. Oh, it was All-In. <clears throat> I, I mean, since we're not talking show-wise, All-In, I still think, was the show of the year. Like, yeah. I don't... Like... Some people may say it wasn't because like other shows like NXT, like a war games or something like it had the story there. Like some people say that was the show of the year. I personally, for me, it was all in just because like, it was just such a fun fucking, well, just yeah. for me being there, I guess I have, I'm a little biased, but you know, it was, it was fucking, it was amazing. cool to be, a, it was cool to be a part of like, yeah. watch it. Yeah. yeah. So like for me, that's why that gets the number one spot over war games. Otherwise like, war games is yeah. like close second. And it was like watching the good guy. It was like almost like watching a movie and hope like you don't know if the good guys are going to come out on top at the end. Mm-hmm. And they do. Yep. That's how all in was. So, uh, yeah. So I'll uh, start us off my top five moment. I bundled this together. Uh, the women with the women's. Uh, so the women's Royal Rumble and Evolution, Evolution pay-per-view, I think were just like two huge uh, moments in wrestling for women. And they were both pretty fucking good. What'd you say? Sure. I'm sorry. What'd you say it was? I uh, zoned out. 
Uh, so I got I got the Women's Royal Rumble and the Evolution pay per view kind of just bundled right. into for my top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, just I kind of I was going to say like women's wrestling in general this year was kind of a huge moment, but I think those two were just huge because you got the Rumble, which was actually a phenomenal match, and then the Evolution Evolution pay per view Evolution Evolution pay per view, which was I'm iconic, uh, which was fucking phenomenal. Oh yeah. So I, I had to throw something for the women in there that you know they're bust they they busted their ass all year and probably in my opinion were better to watch than the men. Um, main roster wise, yes, for sure. Yes, yes, main main roster wise, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no doubt about mm-hmm. that. Like for sure. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's my uh, that's my number five. My uh, my number five for a moment. Uh, Becky Lynch takes over Raw and basically the world. Okay, that's that's your number five. Yep, her okay. three six. We can wait. I feel like that's going to be high on yours. Her what? Is it is it on your list? One. What? Wait, wait. What'd you say? Is it on your list? What you just said? Yeah. Your pick? Uh, yeah, it's it's on there. All right, we can wait. Okay, that's we'll, right. we can wait. We'll, I said, wait. we'll, we'll wait. wait. Okay. <laughs> Oh, sorry. What? what? I, I kind of zoned out too, man. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're not looking at each other's faces. Yeah, yeah. That and my my good friend I have over here. Hey, Corey. Fuck you. <laughs> no. Uh, Full time. We lied, bitch. <laughs> idiot. Go find a different show. All right. Uh, my number four. Mark. Uh, this, I thought it was just we kind of just touched on it, but uh, all in sells out in an hour. Uh, oh shit! I, just, I didn't even think of that. I just thought, even though I still haven't watched all in, mm-hmm. uh, just like following on my mean new bolt, just like dude, like no, they're not. People are saying, oh, they're not going to sell out, and then they fucking Make, sell out yeah. in an hour. I would. I, I feel like maybe I think you were too. I think maybe me and you were like the only ones saying like it's going, it's going to sell out, like. Oh yeah, we were just like from the get go. I was like, no, this is like eight thousand people. It's easy. Yeah, like they have a similar. I, well, I don't want to maybe say this, but like you know NXT. Like remember when they did Brooklyn and fifteen thousand people showed up for the first time? Yeah. Like I feel like you know the elite and those guys have that kind of following. Oh, they do. I mean, they did over. Or it's 10, like, oh fuck, you're gonna give us a bigger arena? Fuck yeah, we'll go to Chicago. Yeah. We'll, we got people from however many states surround Chicago I think, are going to probably drive in. I think they did close to eleven thousand, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was that was just awesome. That was a that was a winning moment for wrestling all around. Yes, it was for every company in wrestling, mm-hmm. every territory involved. That was just it's like okay, you can go out and try these kind of things and fucking look at this. Look how big wrestling is. Yeah, I think it really put on the map like. The fan base is huge. It's kind of like how you said, where you're like, wrestling is like as big as it's ever been. It's, yeah, like, so, like, of course, ratings wise, right now, like, Brawl and SmackDown have not been doing as great as they were, like, in the 90s. People look at that and they're like, well, the wrestling's not in a boom period. I'm like, yes, it is. They just have so many different outlets now. Like, you not, yeah. not everybody's just watching WWE, they're watching everything else. You take yeah. all those fans around the world and you put them on one, watching one show. Like, it's completely different. It's a complete ass mouth. It's a completely different time than it was, like, in the 90s, man. Like, now you can watch stuff on Hulu or YouTube or, like, people illegally watch the show. And, like, that's going to take away the ratings aspect of it. And, like, if you want to say it doesn't, you're totally lying. 
because if they watch like some people these fans they'll watch the pay-per-views but they necessarily may not watch raw because they'll just watch like the top 10 moments on raw on youtube the next day and then you're fucking you're covered like caught up yeah, yeah and uh oh man i just had a really good point i was gonna make <laughs> fucking shit damn it it was a oh uh and like people that base like wwe rate like i don't think like t like viewer ratings don't matter i think the new ratings are is feedback twitter Mm-hmm. Twitter feedback. Wow, that was backwards ass mouth. Uh, Dyslexia. Just like I know not everything, every opinion is right on there, but when you have a majority of people on Twitter kind of saying the same thing about shows, good or bad, that's mm-hmm. that's your ratings, I think. Yeah, I agree. There is the fan, like the, the talk on social media. Because like you said, like you can watch shit on Hulu or YouTube, but it's like those same people that are watching maybe just the top 10 to get caught up, mm-hmm. they're going to go on Twitter and voice their opinion still. And like, that's where, uh, that's where you, that's where you get, whether mm-hmm. you know wrestling's because like raw sucks, but NXT is fucking booming. Mm-hmm. And what, so it's like, what's always funny to me is like these people say, Oh, wrestling's not that popular. I'm like, Oh, it's not. Okay. Go on your Twitter. Go on your social media and see what's trending on Monday nights and Tuesday nights. Yeah. What's trending? It's well, Raw and SmackDown are always in the top twenty trends of like what's going on. So this is why like networks and like this is why WWE isn't in as much trouble as people want to say they are because social media is taking over the world. The internet is taking over. Like soon, cable is going to be dead. It's going to just be all streaming sites and like everything. It's like I maybe give cable like another five, ten years. <laughs> right. And you look at all this stuff. WWE is killing fucking YouTube right now. Like their top ten, they get millions like of like they get millions of views on like their fucking like raw like posts stuff all the time on YouTube. It's like this is why the networks aren't really freaking out because they're still generating money. Like they're still a fucking multi-billion-dollar company. Like. It's right. not, they're not in that much trouble as people really want to say. And unfortunately, until their stock starts to plummet, nothing is going to change. Right. And, like, if I worked for WWE, I probably might have the same mindset, like, a little bit. It, like, that's all about making money right now. Oh, yeah. That's and, what they're doing. Yeah, and I don't know. To me, I, wrestling is fucking just huge right now. And yeah. I personally fully believe is bigger than it's ever been right now. Yep. I can agree with that. Mm. So, all right. Uh, so your number four, (laughs) my number four. Yeah. Uh, my number four, Dean Ambrose turns on Seth Rollins. Good one. That would have been in like my top 10. That was a tough one to leave out, but yeah. Uh, just, yeah, I probably should have had that in my top five, but, uh, moment, man, him just, yeah, that whole night in general Mm -hmm. was just fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we really need to discuss that one. That one's just yeah, it speaks for itself. That happened like I remember watching it. I was like, "This is awesome," but like my jaw was dropped. I'm like, I can't believe they had the balls and actually did it. They actually yep. pulled the they trigger. Really... Like, mm-hmm. yep, agree with you there. Um, so my number three. Uh, yes, I got the uh, Becky Lynch, if you want to call it heel turn. 
kind of just like the whole thing, kind of like what you said, mainly, especially the night where she attacked Raw, and then she just has the bloody face, mm-hmm. and she's throwing blood in the crowd, Mean. and she's fucking standing there with the fucking war paint, just flooding down. It's her 316 she moment, man. Throws her fucking arms out, just like, yeah, I'm, uh, fuck yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. I'm amped up right now because of so, that. Yeah. Yeah, that moment, that's her, that was her, Becky Lynch is here. Like, she's arrived. Like, she's been here, but she's fucking arrived. Yep. Love to see it. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Becky is the best. Becky's number one. (laughs) Uh, My number three, I was there for this. Daniel Bryan turning heel and winning the WWE Championship. All right. Is that on your list? Uh, No, I left the, that was a, that was in my discussion to... (sighs) Uh, top five. Well, I have another. I have. I have a different one. Gotcha. All right, that's so, fine. But I mean, uh, I just yeah, feel dude. This what a g- moment for you. It's in my top three, just because obviously one of my all-time favorite wrestlers got to witness it live, so that was amazing. But what, on top of that, it was just so unexpected. Like, yeah, it came out of nowhere. Like, oh, Brian's just gonna win the fucking title tonight. Cool. Like, yeah, what? Holy shit! Just on a random SmackDown. Like, hey. Yep. Brian's winning the title. Yep. Like, holy shit. Huge. Yeah, that's huge. <sighs> Good pick. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number two. Yep. I think you're going to disagree with me here as a top moment. But, Probably. Uh, Ronda Rousey officially coming to WWE. Nah, I wouldn't disagree with you. I actually totally forgot about that moment. That should actually be on my top ten. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just huge. I mean, mm-hmm. We all knew there was talks about it, and we didn't know what maybe her role was going to be, and announced it, and here she came, and uh, it's done, done, done pretty well. I yeah, so. I mean, of course, like fucking um, Becky is like kind of overshadowed her recently, which is which is good. Yeah, which is really good. But I've never seen anybody pick up professional wrestling as quickly as Ronda Rousey has. Like, yeah, at least at least since Kurt Angle. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Or even fucking Lesnar, honestly. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, but just to transition that quickly and to bump, sell, mm-hmm. her mic work is okay. It's not the best. It's not the yeah. worst, though, either. Which isn't all her fault. Yeah. But... Yeah, the script is not been yeah. very great. But her performance, her wrestling abilities have been phenomenal. She does some moves that I've never seen before. I'm just like, how the fuck is she pulling that off? Like... Yeah, cool. and and she's not afraid to be vulnerable out there. And like a lot of her matches have kind of been like, mm-hmm. oh, she could lose this, or you know, she's not afraid to go on the, you know, the, the weak side of it and yeah. uh, take a beating. I mean, hell, when she took that beating from Charlotte, I was like, I know she got booed for other reasons and stuff, but like, man, for her to come in, not many women have taken a beating like that, mm-hmm. and fucking, she got. Whacked around she's at gonna, the end of that match. She's going to get cheered so loudly on Sunday. Oh against yeah, Nia. Like yeah. Oh yeah, which is which is good because yeah. after the Charlotte thing and the whole Nikki Bella thing, it was kind of like, uh, yeah. they better start pumping the wheels again for her. So I guess it's a little smart that WWE is putting her against Nia. It's, to me, it's like it's the they're using Nia like how they use Roman in the Royal Rumble. Like, yep. The last three years in a row, three or four years in a row now, the Rumble has ended with Roman getting eliminated last or, like, second to last. Yeah. To get the other guy over. Over, yeah. They did it with fucking um, Orton's the one that sticks out the most. People would have been pissed 
if it was down to Orton and uh, I think it was Wyatt, maybe. Mm-hmm. People, who was the other one? Who was the final four that year? I forget. Or was it was Rusev in there? I can't remember. But I can't remember but just Orton just hitting that RKO out of nowhere on Roman. That crowd yeah. fucking went nuts. Not, yeah. I was yeah. like, that's that's the only way they're gonna get somebody over in the Rumble is if they put Roman in last and just throw him over the mm-hmm. top rope. Yep, it's a it's a smart tactic. Like, don't get me wrong, but yeah. this is why Roman should be healed. But whatever. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, that was my number two. Yeah. Uh, my number two is OG Bullet Club attacking the Elite. Oh, fuck yeah. I forgot about that. And then Cody joins yeah. the Elite again. Or, mm-hmm. like, helps out Kenny at the end. They're all together. Yeah, fuck. Forgot about that. That moment's awesome. Yeah, like, that was just badass. Like, yeah. What's great is that fucking the Young Bucks incorporating being the Elite into that story. And, like, Nick Jackson would roll his eyes in the back of, the he- in the back of his head, like the Undertaker. Right. And he would see, like, premonitions or whatever. And yeah. Fucking, he rolled his eyes in the back of his head during that, that moment on stage when they were all out there together. I'm like, holy shit, they threw shit. it back to that. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Fuck, I cannot wait for a documentary in like five, ten years about these guys and mm-hmm. what they've done in the business wrestling-wise because it's just fucking awesome. I'm super intrigued to see what they're going to do. Yeah, so um, am I. I really, really, really hope they just sign with WWE and not Same. do their own show. As Same. cool as the show would be, I think it's just career suicide. Like I think it is too, because I think if, like, say they do it for five years, and then when they want to come to WWE, that that the time's gone. Yeah, I think that time might have passed. So it's, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's yeah, it's career suicide. And, but and there's a rumor going around saying that they wanted to be their show is just going to be exclusive. They're not going to allow wrestlers to work Ring of Honor or New Japan. I'm just like that's just that's they're going to kill Ooh. that. Yeah. If you're just going to be exclusive to one product, you got to go to WWE. You have to. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really, really, really hope that they go to WWE. So do I. Like at this point, I think a lot of people don't want them to go, and I understand that. But at this point, I think if they don't go to WWE, I think they lose a shitload of momentum. Same. And like – I think if they stay in New Japan, I don't think the momentum's going to be there. I don't think, like, maybe for Omega, it's still going to be there because he's Kenny Omega. Right. But the Young Bucks, they even said, like, they're not going to continue wrestling for, like, many, many years. Like, they don't have a lot of years left. Like, right. So if that's the case, they have to go to WWE. They have to go and just go where they can still have that momentum and still just be over. Yeah, and I think and Cody. Oh shit! Can you hear that ringing? No. Okay, my phone just started ringing. Uh, and honestly, dude, like Cody deserves that to come back to WWE and be a top guy mm-hmm. and fucking you know show everybody like, hey, I'm fu- you know, look how far I've fucking come. Now I'm back here and I'm gonna fucking take over. There's a rumor that Cody just turned down a contract for WWE, so. Okay. Well, we'll see because it's like they're staying together. So yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Maybe he didn't like the contract, and maybe they could still, you know, mm-hmm. they got a while. So oh yeah, they have yeah, they have another. Anything can happen. Mm-hmm. They could extend their contracts to April and still come for exactly. the fucking SmackDown premiere on Fox. You know. 
Yep. So we'll see. We'll see. All right. What's your number one? Uh, my number one is Daniel Bryan returns. That's my number one. So, yeah. So that's why I didn't put I didn't put the other Daniel Bryan on there because I didn't want to take two moments yeah. of hits. But it deserves to be in my top five. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Daniel Bryan returns. I mean, yep. fucking tears of happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just I had goosebumps. I think that whole day. Yeah, dude. That was just yeah, dude. That was a nuts day for us. Mm-hmm. There's like I just remember texting. I just remember texting you and like 30 other people. I'm like, oh my god, he's back. <clears throat> Yeah. I even texted my mom. She doesn't even like wrestling. I'm like, Daniel Bryan's back. She was even like, what? Are you what? serious? Yeah. I'm like, yes, Bryan is back. That was just... Oh, no, I'm not, <sighs> I'm not talking to you, Siri. Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. I mean, what a what a fucking comeback moment. Mm-hmm. Just what, a, uh, yeah, goddamn, just a, man. Just a feel-good moment. Just like to fucking just completely... Would- take down all the naysayers and everybody that's like it's not possible and just mm-hmm. fuck it yeah and then him just fucking taking those bumps at the end of the show you're like holy fuck he's back holy fuck. yep nope that's legit okay <laughs> yep but <laughs> uh, the bumps. also shout out to kevin owens and Sami Zayn for protecting daniel bryan and that if yeah. there's a video that if you slow it down when uh owens does a super kick he doesn't even come close to his face and uh, Sami Zayn kind of pulls him back to protect his head like, I think it's just cool that because they were all together. I think they were all together in Ring of Honor at one point, at least PWG. Like, they were all, like, together right before Brian signed with WWE. So, like, they're all pals and they're all friends. I think it's just cool to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, like, really trying to protect him. Like, yeah. Uh, fuck. Sorry, when you were saying that, I started thinking about, I thought there was a fucking awesome Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn moment, but I can't think of it. Is it when they did the KO and Sami Zayn show or whatever? It might have been when they were just like rip with the Miz. Is that what you're talking about? Like the week before? I like, think so. It was like actually a pretty, shake up. It was a pretty fucking good segment. Yeah, they were jumping up and yeah. down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. Sorry, I didn't mean to zone out on you going on about Brian, mm-hmm. but I was like, man, what the fuck happened with those guys? <laughs> so but yeah, Daniel Bryan. It's both our number ones. Yeah. Definitely. I think easily number one moment of the year. All right. That's where our top moments. Time to get into our top 20 wrestlers. Oh, my God. I'm choking. <coughs> top 20 wrestlers of 2018. Wow. Almost died. Jesus, bud. Oh, just voices okay. went out. All right. Could have been in trouble for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. <laughs> all right. Well. All right, time for our top 20 wrestlers 2018. If you can't tell, we just paused. Ah. A little bit. Cracking open a cold one? Hey, yeah, it's my second one. I feel yeah. weird not drinking while like doing this podcast. I understand. Lucky bastard. <laughs> I just feel like I was sitting here. I did When we did the first one, I had like a soda, and I was like, this isn't right. <laughs> but so, uh, so we don't go over on time here. Let's do kind of like what I did for uh, the last list, like ran through like the first five. Let's run through our first ten, and okay. then let's talk about, you know, ten on. Yeah, yeah. That's cool with me. All right. Uh, you want me to start it since you started the last one, basically? Sure, bud. All right, fuck face. All right. <laughs> uh, number 20, I have The Miz. Number 19, I have Adam Cole, Bay Bay. 
Okay. Number 18, I think you're going to be surprised by this one being ranked pretty low. Uh, I got Braun Strowman at number 18. Okay. Reason reason being, um, I feel like he hasn't really done. I mean, like he was everywhere. He was popular. But he, like, he's my he's my 17. He's your, okay. All right. I yeah, like so he hasn't I, really I, done that much. He he was on a lot of TV, mm-hmm. uh, but not having the or he just didn't no, do the title. They yeah. they killed him with the Money in the Bank winning thing. Um, that didn't do anything for him. Nothing against him. Like I think that's why he still made my top 20. He's probably the same as you. He did good. They, I think uh, for what they gave him to work with, they killed him when they turned him heel. Yeah. That was just dumb. Yeah, that was it, really dumb. And it didn't make sense. And then they turned him back into a face like three, like what, a month later, two, month and a half later. Yeah. Like it's just dumb. And then yeah, I don't know. And he falls kept... short every time. Like he can never win the title. I don't know. Yeah, it made no sense. So uh, number seventeen, I have Elias. Oh, okay. Number sixteen, Kyrie Sane. Okay, good pick. Number fifteen, Alistair Black. Number fourteen, Velveteen Dream. Okay. Number thirteen, Roman Reigns. Okay. Number twelve, Jay White of the Bullet Club. Okay. And number eleven, I have Charlotte Flair. Okay, good. Uh, you threw in a couple honorable mentions of mine: the Charlotte Flair and Kyrie Singh. And are there honorable mentions of you? Uh, yeah, I, I had them on. I don't know. It was tough for me to pick where to put in women on I, my top twenty. I have two wrestlers that aren't on my list that are like extremely close to honorable mentions. Yeah, like One those of them two. I feel could... like should be on the list. Yeah, this top twenty was weird for me just because. I thought there was good wrestling, but then like storytelling was just kind of shit for some people. Mm-hmm. That's why they're like, that's why they're awkwardly on my list and yep. like weird. Like they might seem like, oh, why would they? Like that's a stupid place, but it's like I don't, I don't know. Yep, there's just the story for everybody was so weird. But mm-hmm. um, all right, all right. Actually, I just realized I have somebody that's not on my list that to- should totally be on my list. I'm looking at my list and like, holy shit, where <coughs> is she? Whoops. Uh, <laughs> is it Shayna Baszler? Uh, no, that was an honorable mention that I yeah. should be on my top 20. Yeah, she did too. Same with like, uh, no. like a, a, I don't know if Alexa Bliss is in yours, I doubt. Nope. Um, I, mean, I think she had a good year. Mm-hmm. Um, even Carmella had a pretty good year, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. So those were all other. Like if, if I would have made, made like a top 25 or like 30, mm-hmm. those people would be on there. So. Yeah. All right, uh, I'll run through mine. You uh, might be surprised with my number 20 here, but uh, starting off with Dean Ambrose just because hmm. he didn't really start getting into things till later in this year. So I think I don't think he's fully started yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's he's not on my list. <laughs> like if he if he has. OK, OK, cool. Uh, yeah, I almost didn't put him on, but I was like, man, he's kind of been catching a little bit of fire since he's been back. So mm-hmm. I at least just want to throw him there. Uh, my number 19, Ronda Rousey. Uh, 18, I got Ricochet. 17, Braun Strowman. 16, Finn Balor, who could easily be in my top five if they just would have booked him better. Uh, my number 15, Chris Jericho, because that man just draws business wherever he's at. Uh, and I didn't get to watch much of him, so he should probably be higher up. Uh, my number 14, Aleister Black, which I think was year 15. Yep. Uh, number 13, I got the Usos, because they're just steady and entertaining. 
number 12, I just got Undisputed Era grouped into one, kind of with like Adam Cole, even his like individual shit. It's uh, a good call. It's a good call. I just think they've been, as a whole, they've kind of like been on the same pace and trail of momentum. So, mm-hmm. through them in there, uh, my number 11, who <clears throat> was tough to leave out of my top 10, but Drew McIntyre. He's not even on my list. Oh, really? I yeah, thought he would he, be on this for sure. He's the He was in a one that was like, oh, man. Yeah. I think next year for sure he'll be in your top ten. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. So he's kind of just like – he's kind of like Ambrose for me right now. Like He's just getting those wheels going. Mm-hmm. So it's like a little late in the year to say he's been like the best this year. Like the best past few months, yeah, he's been one of the top guys. Mm-hmm. But So you said McIntyre, Ricochet, the Usos, the rest of Undisputed Era, and I think you said somebody else. They're uh, not a uh, Jericho. They're yeah. not on my list. Huh? I really thought you'd have Jericho in at least your like twenty through ten. Yeah. No. I mean, I don't know. He's kind of did like a little Brock Lesnar thing for Japan, so I didn't put him on for me. Yeah, but it was entertaining as fuck. It was entertaining. Like, don't get me wrong. It was totally entertaining. Yeah, I get what you're saying though. So, um, if I were to like switch Chris Jericho, I'd probably put in like Charlotte Flair, like Kyrie Sang, or something mm-hmm. like that. So. The one I've actually, the one I feel like, <coughs> uh, I can't say it because I feel like it's, she might be on your top 10, but Shayna Baszler is one that I feel like she's, she should she's be not, on my top she, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely agree with that. I'd almost even put, uh, maybe not Nikki Cross, but, uh, or even fucking Ruby Riot. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I don't know what your top 10 looks like, so. <coughs> Fuck, I'm dying. All right. Well, here we yes. go. My. Number 10, the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. He's not on my list. Yeah, um, his reasoning made me realize for somebody else, you'll probably figure out really quickly who I'm talking about that should have been on my list. But for me, when he won the Rumble, he was all over. He was huge again when he won the Rumble. Went to WrestleMania, had a title shot, turned heel, Everybody was talking about that heel turn over, like, everything else that happened at Mania. And then mm-hmm. he was involved with uh, Styles for a while, like a really mm-hmm. nice rivalry with Styles. And then now he's the United States champion. That's why he's at my number 10. Yeah. Like, it's uh, actually been a pretty solid year. And then the last couple months have just been like, where is Shinsuke? Like, yeah. Um, I think the whole nut punching thing kind of just – drew me away from him i liked it i thought it was hilarious i thought it was good but i just thought it was almost like too much sometimes like yeah. it almost became too humorous and i was like uh mm-hmm. but uh i can agree with you there like i think he definitely could have snuck into my top 20 somewhere but yeah. we shall see mm-hmm. uh all right my number 10 uh i thought this was gonna be higher for you but i got the miz yeah uh, that's this whole list surprised katie Katie's like, right when I said the Miz first, she goes, What? How's he not in your top ten? You love the Miz. I'm like, Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, I think it's just that no matter what he did, he was inter- he, he was able to entertain. Yep. But I don't think he really had a bad. He had the Brian feud, right? Yes. And then he had. who? He had the Rollins feud. The Rollins feud, which was with, good. With Balor was mixed in, too. <coughs> True. Yeah, so and he kicked off the year with uh, Roman feud. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that was the other one. Um, Damn, yeah. I forgot about that match. Yeah, that's, that's a hell a really of a match. Good... Damn, Jackie. Damn, Jackie. That's uh, a little bit. Otherwise, I'd do it. But uh, yeah, same. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. But I, I honestly, I think 
I think even next year, I think. I don't know what the Miz is looking like wrestling wise next year. I don't know if he's going to take time off for family or whatever. Uh, but I think if he like stays how he is, and I think he could definitely be in the top five next year for me. Still want just one more world title reign with him. Yeah, and I think if he gets that, I think he'll definitely end up in my top five next year. And I'm looking at like the roster right now, and who would be Money in the Bank? I he might be your Money in the Bank this yeah. coming year, but I said that last year too. So who knows? Right. Mm-hmm. So okay, it's number nine. Uh, my number nine is the cleaner, the current IWGP Heavyweight Champion Kenny Omega. Okay, good. Yeah, he he probably would be my top ten, but I didn't want to like just put him in there just because I know he's how good he is. I feel I weird putting him this low. He was my number one last year. We had a hell of a fucking year last year. Mm-hmm. And nothing. He has had a bad year this year, but I think, like I was telling you, I think he's just slowed down a bit. Is he on your list? <coughs> no, he's not. So, oh yeah, you said you were more your WWE, WWE. heavy. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. This year, like he won the IWGP Heavyweight Championship for the first time ever, and that's yeah awesome. Like, and he's had some phenomenal fucking matches, but last year he was more over than he, I feel like he is now. I feel like his momentum's kind of like went down a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like, at times I forget that he's the IWGP heavyweight champion. Like, dude. Yeah. Same. Even watching like being the elite. Yeah. I feel like I forget that he is. And it's like. And that's no disrespect to him because he's no, not at all. Honestly, probably skill wise, the greatest wrestler in the world. Yes, but in terms of this year, I don't think he was in the top five for me. No, and that's hard uh, to say because it's fucking Kenny Omega. Like, yeah, but I mean, like, dude, I mean, last year he just had the the whole Okada thing, mm-hmm. and that just sold. So it's you know, yeah. <clears throat> it's hard to, you know, have fucking two great fucking back-to-back years. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So, uh, Who's your number nine? My number nine. And I give all props to you for me enjoying this fucking guy. Pete Dunne. Fuck me. I forgot to put Pete Dunne on my fucking list. Wow. Shit. Where would you put him? Shit. I'd take off Shinsuke and put him in number ten. I'd bump everybody down one. Yeah. I'd put him at number 10. Uh, Fuck. Dude, the guy is just like... Fuck! That guy could be a world champion on the main roster one day. I forget about Pete Dunne making this fucking list. I don't know. You fucking look in the mirror at him every day, so you might have... (laughs) Should have fucking known who it was. Fuck you. Bud. Uh, I mean, just a... I've been getting a Brian comparison lately because of the hair. Yeah. I I bet. I bet you're just eating that up. I do. So Pete Dunn was just like Daniel Bryan. Yes. No, I do. Now, now the yes movement said you can't say yes. Oh yeah, now I'm just fickle. Yeah. If anybody says they don't like your hair, just be like you're fickle. You're sheep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, dude, Pete Dunn, just an incredible wrestler, uh, hell of a storyteller, mm-hmm. and just fucking. I mean, the other huge thing I got to give to him is that he can hold a twenty pound belt with his mouth. No shit, dude. I, like... I can't even hold that fake one you have. Dude, yeah, like I don't get that at all. <laughs> the world's strongest teeth. Good shit. His <laughs> teeth are pretty fucked up though when he does have that mouth mouthpiece in. Oh yeah. It's because he's British. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect no, look, to British people. I look forward to him ending up on a main roster one day. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah. Hopefully, it's kind of this year. Yeah, hopefully. I'm looking forward to who's gonna beat him for the title. 
Yeah. Like, I'm That's... really curious on who's going to beat him, because whoever beats him is solidified as a major player then. Yep, definitely. Dude, did you see the new UK Tag Team Championships? Yeah, those are sweet. Those are sick! They look like the ECW, like, world Yes, title. dude, they are sick. Yeah. Lucky motherfuckers. Yeah, those are sweet. I can't wait, by the way. Uh, it was announced last week or two weeks ago, NXT UK TakeOver's coming, the first one. I'm going to be looking forward to that. Oh, well, teas and biscuits, Todd. I cannot wait for that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fucking numpty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Everybody, we just offended like every all of our English listeners. <laughs> or they said, man, Stoutsy must be English. Welcome to offended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, dude, that's awesome, though. I haven't got into UK too much. Um, I'm not fully sold on the show just yet, but I wasn't on just NXT at first either. I think it just it just needs time, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I am looking forward to the takeover because knowing Triple H, he's not going to have a bad show. No, and then maybe he, this is. But uh, Go ahead. you got Pete Dunne made eventing. I mean, I'm already looking forward to it. Right. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be a good show. Mm-hmm. So, all right, what's uh. Your number eight? Or My nine? number eight, yeah. My yeah. number eight is uh, the baddest woman on the planet, Rowdy Ronda Rousey. She did not make my list. I thought you said. I thought you said her name on the... Oh, nope, she did. Yep, she was my number 19. Sorry. Yep. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I guess if you want to explain why you put her up there, because I, mean, I, probably, I probably agree with you for the most part. I mean, she was just fucking everywhere. Publicity-wise, yeah. I mean, people were like, oh my God, she's here, and then... Just how well she was able to um, keep the crowd on her side, which mm-hmm. I thought was not going to happen. How the- well she performed in her first match ever at WrestleMania was unbelievable. Yep. And then not to mention her, she's been champion since SummerSlam. I mean, yeah, and she still hasn't lost yet. So well, kudos to her. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah, this was tough for me. I was like, oh, I could put her in my... I could have put in the top ten, which just sounds weird. It's like, then why is she in your like your number nineteen? But mm-hmm. uh, I think the whole I think the Nikki Bella thing just killed it for me. Those like two through two ish months of that. Yeah, Nikki. I mean, the Bella twins like to ruin a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, except John Cena because he's booming. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So, all right, yeah, good pick. Hey, she has been. She has done fucking incredible. So, kudos to her. Mm. Uh, so my number eight, my number eight, who I thought this guy was going to be higher on your list, Todd. I got Velveteen Dream. Yeah, Katie was shocked by that one, too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy's just fucking money. He is Ever money. S- from the Rumble moment when he had Call Me Up Vince. Yep. Like, phew, sold. This guy doesn't give a Rumble fuck. Rumble moment. Wasn't in the Rumble? Oh, oh no, it was at, uh, take- Takeover. It was at, uh, wasn't he, was he not in the Rumble? No, Cole was. Oh, that's right. Why did I think the Rumble? I think he's. I personally do think he's going to be like the NXT guy. It's going to be in the Rumble this year, though. Yeah, that I makes sense. Totally see Velveteen Dream being. I think your next call up. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, the dude's just dude's money. He is money, and if he gets that, that call up, he needs to go to SmackDown. Oh yeah, keep Which him will away. Be keep him away awesome. from Raw. Oh, definitely. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my number eight. Your number eight. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, just I'm looking at my top ten, and I just felt like 
now that Pete Dunn's on my top ten too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just feel like these guys just had a better year, like in terms of just how well they were just, I guess, relevant and like just the performance they put were able to put on all year long. Okay. But uh, my number seven, is that what we're on? Yep. My number seven is the phenomenal AJ Styles. Okay, I have him a couple spots higher. You want to wait? Uh, well, we can talk about it now. All right, all right, yeah. Uh, Styles, uh, he misses my top five just for the sole fact of his title run got, I don't want to say, like, bad, because it wasn't bad, but it got tiresome, like, at the end. Like, it was kind of like, all right, it's kind of getting to be the same thing. Yeah. Over like, they gave the title to Brian at the perfect time before the fans, I felt like, were going to turn on Styles. Yeah. Uh, Even though, as over as he is, I felt like it was just coming. Like, you can only keep the title on somebody for so long without the fans starting to turn. Yeah. Uh, he is in my top five, and uh, I will say mainly for that reason of how held he long the – how – the ass mouth – how long he held the title – and was still able to keep it like relevant. Yeah, even uh, though he never main evented a pay per view as champion, which is bullshit. But yeah, that's ridiculous. But like, I thought his stories were good with uh, Shinsuke, uh, the Samoa Joe one. Samoa Joe, yeah, was uh, uh, even his short term feud with Rusev was awesome. Yeah, people forget yeah, about I, that. He I had remember. A- title match against rusev like yeah and people kind of almost were like if rusev wins i'm okay with this yeah so i think we both were like this be kind of maybe make rusev a fa- give him the face and maybe turn aj back to heel but i agree with you the end of his run kind of got yeah um just a little stale and that's nothing against him that's just it's hard to keep a title yeah. relevant on one guy these days mm-hmm. and i think it's hard it's hard it's so much harder to book a baby face it is a heel. So much harder. You can't. The thing is with them, in my opinion, like you just can't book them like baby faces. You can't. Yep. That's 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 the thing that changed forever for professional wrestling when the Attitude Era came in because your baby faces are basically heels now, but you're they're tweeners. Yeah. They like. I'm sorry. Like, it just makes so much sense in this day and age to just have tweeners instead of baby faces. Yeah. Exactly. No. It, Really is, dude. Because the way they book baby faces, it's always the underdog story, and it's like that's it's not it doesn't do anything for me anymore. Cause it's mm-hmm. so pre- it's so predictable. It's yep. like let him just be like a natural kind of like good guy. Don't say like overly nice, you know, textbook things. Just and have him. You're gonna be willing to do whatever it takes to keep that title. That's yeah. the oh. major thing that like gets lost, I think, on the main roster more than anything. Yeah. Is but SmackDown's been starting to do it more but Raw has not, is that they will do anything to get that title. They want to be the best. Like, Daniel Bryan wanted that title, so he kicked him in the balls. NXT, right. Tommaso Ciampa walks down cradling that fucking title. Like, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, they they make it mean something in NXT. Yep. Raw yep. does not make any title mean anything. Nope, not at all. Mm-mm. So, yeah. So, uh, that was your number seven? My number seven, who I think is going to be a little higher for you, uh, I got Johnny Gargano. It's a couple, couple, couple higher. Yeah. Couple you want wait? We can wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait. How about that? We'll wait. All right. We'll wait. All right. All right. Fuck off. Um, my number six might be a little higher for you. We can wait. Also, the current WWE champion, uh, Daniel Bryan. Uh, what number is that for you? Six. That's my number five. Number five. All right. So let's chit chat. 
So <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about it. Uh, I think we kind of hit it already when we talked about uh, the moments and stuff. Yeah. Just Daniel Bryan returning and, you know, just him being back in general was just such a holy shit moment. Right. And, but he was still able to like capture your attention anytime he was out in the ring. And then him going into that feud with the Miz people, that's what people wanted to see the most was his feud, the Miz. We got to see that. And then his heel turn becoming WWE champion. Like, yeah. Uh, like one of that championship was just a, just the, the big stamp for the end of his year. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, how can we make sure his first year is incredible? And yep. it's pretty much, uh, yeah, like you said, we kind of hit it with those, the moments. I, th- the only thing that I think could have fucking that brought down his year was when they put fucking Brie Bella in the storyline. Cause people were yeah. booing her and he was yeah. the baby face. And it was like, it's not, it didn't mix well. I don't think Brian got like the same, we're getting the same huge reactions. No, that like that uh, match that happened should have just happened on a SmackDown. It should yeah. not have been built towards a no. uh, pay per view. Like keep no. him in the corner, like at the pay per view. Yeah, but don't fucking. I don't know. And the one thing that did kind of like, still kind of like bugs me or irritates me a little bit is that they end the Brian Miz story on like a quick one minute match. Like, yeah, it's kind of like. Come on. Yeah. You could have like, a better yeah. ending than that. You just had this feud go on for three months. Like, right. Um, and then, yeah, then you give us that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's showbiz, baby. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's my number five. That was your number six. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my number six uh, is actually Elias. Ooh. Yeah, I got him way up there. I I think it's because I'm still just waiting for that fucking that moment where he just uh, – he finally just gets to break out and be yeah. a fucking champion, and but he's just been entertaining all year. He has, and I he's got will... he's gotten the sorry he's got the biggest pops. Yep, every time mm-hmm. consistently. Yep. So For me, he was just. For me, I think he would have been in my top ten if he wasn't on Raw. Yeah, like I, I think could... he's just uh, he's gonna be a fucking star. I think next year, I think he's gonna be in my top ten, possibly top five next year. Yeah. Definitely, I can. I agree with that. He might actually. I said Miz may win Money in the Bank. He might be your Money in the Bank win, winner next year. Wiener. Yeah, he might be your Money in the Bank wiener next year. <laughs> yeah, possibly. I'm trying to think of anybody else. Maybe Lashley. I could see Lashley with it. Ugh, I God. wouldn't bother me. You know what? Miz, Lashley, Elias, and Balor. I think should be your picks for yeah. Money in the Bank. Don't give it to somebody who's already had it. Let's yeah. have, let's have somebody else or Sami Zayn. Yeah, just don't let Dolph Ziggler win it or something. Oh shit! Or McIntyre. I mean, I'm okay with McIntyre too. I mean, yeah. they have so many picks here that would be McIntyre should have won it this year. Yeah, no shit. Well, I'm okay with Braun winning it, but fucking just let him cash it in and win. Like, yeah, on like a Monday night, not fucking schedule a pay per view match. Yeah. Because that's what heels do. <clears throat> yeah, no shit. That was sarcastic. But, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Elias, I think next year we're going to get big things. Elias is a fucking star in the making. Like, Definitely. A gigantic star in the making. I'm talking – I'm willing to go as far as saying he could be your next John Cena in a way of, like – he just reminds me – everything about him just reminds me of when Cena was the rapper. Everything. His push, his, like, matches – Everything reminds me of John Cena. Yeah, I agree with that. Anyway, it's my number five. 
Mm-hmm. My number five is Johnny Badass, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Oh, so he was two spots up. Yep. Yeah, he's just <laughs> what a year this guy's had. I mean, yeah. you'll see in my matches, top 20 matches, he just had a fucking hell of a year. Yeah, he really fucking did. Dude, I didn't think he was going to be able to pull off the heel turn. I don't know why. I just didn't. I was so I bought like into his, his face run. I, I Oh, I like it. I didn't. I just didn't know. I was pretty uh, skeptical to it. Yeah. But, I like it because it's like he's playing to the crowd as a heel. It's kind of yeah. it's different and unique that it's something you don't really see a whole lot of in professional wrestling. It's been yeah. done before, but not. I don't think to like like the extent that it's happening with Johnny Gargano right now. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, I'm gonna wait to talk a little bit about Johnny fucking wrestling because yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sure we both got some matches with him. Yeah, so we'll wait. Okay. Uh, well, my number five was Daniel Bryan. All right. So. Fickle. Want to? Uh, want me to do my four? You want to do four? I can go to my four. It's fine. Oh yeah. Uh, my number four is Seth Frickin' Rollins. Okay, that's higher up for me. All right, we'll wait. Okay. Uh, my number four is AJ Styles. Oh, oh, flat earther. Okay, and uh, you kind of already pre- we kind of already touched on that, I think. Yeah. Wait, what was Styles on yours? Like eight? Styles was number seven for me. Number seven. Yeah, I think we. Uh, I think we touched on him. We yeah a little bit. I don't. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah, we did. So it's just like his whole. Yeah. Yeah. We talked. Yeah. Duh. Fuck. Being able to hold the title for a year and keep it as relevant as he did up until where it kind of started to fade out was mm-hmm. that's just fucking impressive. So then he'll be fine either way. Oh, without yeah, a title, with a title. I mean, he's, it's AJ Styles. <clears throat> he's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking phenomenal. Arthur. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't fall off the end of the earth <laughs> trying to find it. <laughs> is, it is it my three? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're, th- uh, yeah, you're three. All right. Uh, my three is the American Nightmare Cody. Okay. Yeah, I probably would have put him up there too if I watched more. If I actually would have got into it. So I agree with, uh, whatever you're about to say about his stupid greatness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, just this guy just took over the wrestling world this year. I mean, him and the Young Bucks. I'm almost willing to put, you know what? I am going to do it. Number three is a tie for me with Cody and the Young Bucks. Just, okay. Um, they took over the fucking wrestling world this year with All In. I mean, we touched on it a little bit already and just how they captivated just fans everywhere. And not to mention, Cody had people caring about the NWA championship again. Something yeah. that hasn't been done in, what, 15 years like since Long TNA time. had it like yeah Cody had us all like just we, just we were wanted, we were all in <laughs> we were all in and then his feud with Kenny Omega too on top of it we were all bought in to whatever Cody did this year like yeah uh he kept you on your heels the whole year it was yeah. like what 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 can he do next mm-hmm. like how can he keep raising the bar yeah and he kept doing it too yeah, that and he did. Right now, he's the IWGP United States champion. So, I mean, he kept it going. He was a double champion at one point, being that and the NWA champion. Yeah. Uh, he won the – so it was last year he won the Ring of Honor championship. But he has, uh, I think, at final battle, he's wrestling Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor world title. So we'll see what happens there. Damn. 
It's impressive stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't really know how to put those guys, so I was like, yeah, I know you'll have them at least in your top ten. At least Cody would be. So, and then uh, I agree with. Where do you have them three? Uh, yeah, I have Cody at three in the young. Yeah, with the young bucks. Yeah. I have, with the young bucks, it was just with Cody just doing all this. But also, the Young Bucks moved up to the heavyweight division in uh, New Japan and won the uh, IWGP heavyweight tag team titles. Like, oh, that's right. And uh, I mean, they were just they were just everywhere. Like the Bucks are always everywhere. And yeah. and I mean, just adding Cody to the mix of the elite and everything was just it's just a match made in heaven, as cliche as that is to say. Like, yeah, it really was. It really is. And um. I was going to say something, and I just totally blanked on it. But uh, oh, Marty job. is not on my list. He was on my list last year. But hmm. Marty, is I mean, he's just as equally as a big part of, like, the elite as Cody and the Young Bucks are. Same for uh, Hangman and Kenny Omega, and even Brandy, for that matter. Like, Yeah. And Flip, I think... Flip Gordon, SCU. Like, all of, them, all of them are basically part of the elite. Like, and... Yeah. If I could really just put the elite at number three, I think I would just do that. Yeah, I'd say so. I think I think Marty's Marty's year is coming. Oh yeah, definitely, so. definitely. But oh oh, the last thing I did want to say about Cody was that if he comes back to WWE, he's a future WWE champion. Like if oh, he's definitely. not, like he's just such a he would be a, such a great heel. He would just be so hated, like. Yeah, like him against like Roman would be a fucking phenomenal rivalry. Like, oh, easily. Like, like they just when they go if they go to WWE they need to be booked as a stable and just be booked like how New Japan books their stables. Like, let them take over the be an NWO. Let them take over the fucking promotion for a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't just have them be. Like, promote him as they're going to be huge, give him one good week, and then have him, like, the fucking revival. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They're money, man. They're proven that they're money. Oh, yeah. I mean, easily the most talked about thing on the internet all year. Easily. They still are. They're still making waves. Like, they still can find a way. If the momentum's going down a little bit, they find a way to bring it back up. The only thing that scares me is, like, what we discussed earlier, is that if they start their own promotion, that momentum disappears because now they... They got their own promotion. That's cool and all, but what is that going to strive towards <clears throat> for right. the next few years? It's, it's going to yeah. be big for a few months. I don't even think it would last for a year. I don't. I don't think so either. It's like if you're not going to let guys work multiple territories, mm-hmm. you're cutting down that fucking crop of talent that you could be doing stuff with. That and not to mention you're just adding another show for wrestling fans to watch. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I just, I really hope they go to WWE. Yeah, so do I. I'm against. I know a lot of people are against that, but I really hope they go to WWE. Yeah, same here. All right, all right. Uh, who's your number three? Uh, my number three. Uh, pause for a sec. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We're, we're unpaused now. Oh, we're unpaused now. Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Uh, uh, whose turn is it? Me. I think it was my number three. Mm-hmm. My number three this year. The man, Becky Lynch. Ooh. Ooh. She's my number Hi. two. Okay. You want to wait? Well, I mean, my number two is next, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, dude, just what a fucking, what a year from face to 
the heel tween turn. Mm-hmm. Everything was just fucking. That's just how you fucking change and adapt in this business and fucking yeah. succeed. Yeah, I mean, textbook one hundred and one. Katie totally thought she was going to be my number one. Um, she's my number two, just in the sole fact of it didn't come like this, like over, over, over Becky didn't come until SummerSlam. So, right. yep, you know, that's, that's kind of my reasoning too. Yeah, and like, but she got so over that she deserves a spot, like in the top three. Like, yeah, I mean, she's been one of the best things to watch on both in all of wrestling. Yeah, the last since SummerSlam Mm -hmm. and her Twitter game. She just phenomenal straight fire. She doesn't say that anymore, Jim. Well, her tweets, her tweets are, but I do love that. Her new thing is that taking the Johnny cash lyric when the man comes around, I'm like, fuck yes. Yeah. That should be her fucking song. Yeah. I'm kind of waiting for a new theme song. I like it. I like her theme song though. So do I. I think it works either way. Mm-hmm. I like that they kind of changed the graphics to the black and white. Mm-hmm. The man kind of gives a little edge to it. Totally does. Totally does. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, my number two. So who's your number two? Uh, My number two, Tommaso Ciampa. <sighs> nice. nice. That, I, I guess that's, uh, that's probably at your top spot. Um, <laughs> so we can wait. Uh, All right, let's wait. Shut the uh, fuck up. Then. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck uh, up. Well, I'll Shut say my number. I'll, I'll I'll say my number one then. All right. I mean, if you want to do it that way. Yeah, we might as well. All right. Uh, my number one is Seth Rollins. Really? Yeah, just uh, consistent. He has been very consistent. Consistent on a show that does not allow much consistency. Yeah. True. Uh, That's uh, very true. I honestly think he's just kind of been the flag bearer of that show. Oh, um, it, I mean, that's, if he wasn't on the show, they would, you, it, the show would be unbearable. Like, dude, that's why I kind of had to put him, like, I threw him at one. I was just like, and Roman didn't make my list. And it's cause he just, it was the same thing as it's been for a few years now with him. So yep. it was like, I didn't think he really did anything. And Seth Rollins, you could just tell every week he was going on. He knew what was going on. Oh, every yeah. week he looked like when he was out there, he was trying to make some kind of impact, make some moment memorable, something that would going to make you at least want to come back and watch watch him next week Yep. so that people will watch the show. Yep. So I got to give him kudos for that, for fucking keeping that show alive. Yep. I agree with that. I agree with that. So... Um, but yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, that was my number one. Let's get to your. Right. My number one is uh, uh, this guy by the name of I don't know if you ever heard of him, uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, uh, Psycho Killer, Tommaso Ciampa. Um, yeah, WCW guy. Yep, yep, yeah, the nail on the head. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, Tommaso Ciampa. What a year! Yeah, just what a fucking year! Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about the guy. I mean, like he was just had the perfect. To me, he had like the perfect year. Yeah, he really did. Mm-hmm. Uh, could use the word consistent for him too. But oh my god, yeah. Uh, like there wasn't a week where you were just like, oh, what the fuck, Champa? You were yeah. like, fuck, Champa. Like damn, Champa's on. Got to watch NXT now. Yeah. Like um, you listened when he talked. Yeah. You did, and, and like how you said to go back to your point that you've kind of made the last couple of weeks is 
he's make that title like that title is life or death for him mm-hmm. and it's believable yeah and, like that's just what uh even like edrin christian have said like on their pod like about him is that like you know if i'm down to nxt i'm gonna try to be like a true heel like mm-hmm. that old heel like to the fucking max and he's done that i mean yeah i mean he's such a heel he used my tricky edits twice now he did actually i think it's three times i think it's the third time he's used it but mark fucking awesome <laughs> yeah that is awesome Chapa sign us no shit but uh <laughs> it's like when you when i got that when he used the picture you're like i can't fucking compete with that <laughs> yeah well we were going back and forth on like who was liking our stuff and then it was like well all right that's that. <laughs> That's the coffin. I'm taking that L until I do. Fuck, I don't know. I'd have to do something crazy. <laughs> but Champa, man, I mean, he's became he just became so hateable. Like, yeah. hateable. Sold it. Fucking every match of his has been amazing. He hasn't had a bad match since being back. Like that says something. He no. had a great match with Otis Dedek or however you pronounce his name. Yeah. or whatever you pronounce his name from Heavy Machinery. Yeah. He even made him look like a million bucks. Like, right. That's fucking amazing, dude. Yeah. He's just good, man. And he, he is. Fucking, it's like a psycho. I, uh, I almost like don't want him to get called up ever. Dude, right now, this NXT roster, I don't want anybody to get called up. Like, No. Stay here. Stay, stay as long here. as you can. And, uh, that's so sad how true that is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, so... This is an easy way of get, uh, getting laid the other night. I was just like, yeah. She's like, wait. Katie's like, is Tommaso your number one? I was like, yes, he is. Oh. Panty dropper. <laughs> uh, damn it. <laughs> Not a that? big deal. What the fuck's that? Brother. Quote that movie. Uh, oh, man. Damn it. Moment's gone. Never mind. Damn it. You idiot. I know. I feel like it's like on the tip of my tongue too. Uh, whatever. Move on or whatever it is. Damn it! All right, I'm yeah. so mad right now. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, those are top twenty wrestlers of 2018. Time for the last last part. Top yeah. twenty wrestlers. Uh, or excuse me, top wow. twenty matches of 2018. Sorry, I'm a couple beers in now. Jeez, rookie. <sighs> At least I can drink, pussy. Damn it. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Damn it, man. I'm still so mad right now. I can't think of what it is I, was, <laughs> I want to say. So uh, with this, with the matches, I guess let's just do the same thing again as we did for the wrestlers. Okay. Let's uh, just go through our first ten, and then we'll talk our last ten. Okay. Uh, do you want to start? you want to start this time? Yeah, uh, I guess I could kick Man, it off. I have it. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 honorable mentions. Jesus, bud. I just was I like, can... it was a good year for matches, man. It really was. Um, man, I feel like my list is dog shit, but... Probably. All right, I'll, uh... Oh, wow, I almost fucked up. I forgot that I actually started from, like, worst to best. So I almost one. I almost just said my number one. Fucking idiot. Uh, my number one match of the year. My number twenty match of the year. <laughs> Christ. Uh, you might be surprised by this. The Royal Rumble men's match because no. it was actually fucking good. That was an honorable mention of mine. 
Okay. That's awesome. Uh, that's my 20. Uh, that's probably the best Rumble match in recent memory. Yeah. 19, I got the New Day versus the Bar on SmackDown. Hmm. Uh, 18, I got Rousey Angle versus McMahon and Triple H. Wow. Uh, wow. 17, I got Seth Rollins versus The Miz at Backlash. 16, uh, Danny Burch and Oni Larkin versus The Undisputed Era at TakeOver Chicago. Dude, that was an honorable mention of mine. I was, was like, it? I felt so bad leaving that match off because I love that match. Yeah, hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Uh, my 15, uh, Pete Dunn versus Ricochet at NXT this past September. Fucking phenomenal match. Uh, 14, I got... Champa Gargano NXT Chicago. Uh, thirteen. I got Charlotte Flair versus Asuka at WrestleMania. Twelve. Oh no. Did you fuck up? You count numbers, Jim. <laughs> Dude, it, My, ca- it counts oh, it for on. you. How can you fuck no, up? No, no, because I got them like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like I go one through twenty, but twenty is my best match. What do you do? What do you do Be- that? Because the numbering system on the notes on the computer just—I <laughs> know you're over there. Like, why the fuck can't this guy just count? Like, it's just—it it, kind of makes sense now why you fuck up so much when you do these lists. <laughs> <laughs> this college-educated kid is stupid. Uh, hold on. What's <laughs> 13. Oh my God! Twelve. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right. So my number twelve, I got Birdie, Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Buddy Murphy versus Mustafa Ali at Survivor Series. Nice. My number eleven. There we go. I got. Uh, I almost just said Blackjack Cole. Uh, Alistair Black versus uh, Adam Cole NXT Philadelphia. Blackjack Cole. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of sounds like a cool name though, don't it? Yeah. So that was wait. What was that number? Number eleven was Cole and Black at yeah, the Extreme was, Rules match. Yeah. <laughs> uh, NXT Philadelphia. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that was rough. Holy shit! You you good? <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I need to sit down for a second. All right. I'll, I'll while you sit down, I'm gonna say mine. <laughs> um, at number twenty, I have Adam Hangman Page versus. Bad boy Joey Janela in the Chicago street fight from All In. At uh, number 19, I have Chris Jericho versus Kenny Omega for the IWGP United States Championship in a no disqualification match at Wrestle Kingdom 12. At number 18, I have Aleister Black versus Johnny Gargano from NXT TakeOver War Games 2. Okay. At number 17, I have Ricochet versus Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole. Triple threat match for the NXT North American Championship on NXT. At number 16, I have Drew Gulak versus Cedric Alexander for the Cruiserweight Championship on their rematch on 205 Live, not the SummerSlam. Oh, fuck, yeah. Their rematch on 205 Live was incredible. Uh, at number 15, I have Seth Rollins versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship at Backlash. At number 14, I have The New Day versus The Bludgeon Brothers for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships in a street fight on Ooh, SmackDown Live the, the Tuesday after SummerSlam. Yeah, good one. Um, at number 13, I have Daniel Bryan versus Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. 
At number 12, I have Undisputed Era versus Mustache Mountain for the NXT Tag Team Championships at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn 4. And at number 11, I have Mustafa Ali versus Buddy Murphy in a no disqualification match on 205 Live. All right. I think we had a couple that were the same. Yeah. It's a couple. But, man, that Mustafa Ali match and Buddy Murphy match that was in my top 10 originally. Like it was like at number, uh, was that number eight or nine? And I was like, kept forgetting about matches. It just kept bumping yeah. it down. It's like shit. That's yeah. a great match. Those guys, like fucking Mustafa Ali, can just go. Yeah, he can. So is this character like Iron Man inspired? I want to say no. It's Sub Zero inspired. Oh, that's right. I remember you telling me somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, sick. Sick. All right. Um. All right, let's kick it off. What's your number 10? My number 10, AJ Styles for Samoa Joe at SummerSlam. Ooh, wow. You picked the SummerSlam match over their uh, Super sh- uh, Showdown? Uh, yeah, because I think I just hated Super Showdown. Dude, that match I hate Super it, showed, it was awesome. That was like, even Dave Meltzer gave that like a 4.5 out of 5 stars. Hold like. on. I might have wrote down... <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. You're thinking of the. I'm Australian thinking. Show, I dude. wrote down SummerSlam when I meant to put down Super Showdown. I'm gonna say, yeah, the SummerSlam one ends in a disqualification. Yeah, that's the one where Styles like walks over to his kid. Yeah, and she's no, like, that's yeah, not. You're yeah. bleeding. No, that's not the one I. I'm sorry, no. Tony. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm thinking of Super Showdown. Mm-hmm. I just wrote the fucking thing. That was an honorable Duh. mention. That one was Dummy. an honorable mention on mine. Okay. That All match right. is amazing, though. Because they beat yeah. the shit out of each other in that match. Yeah, they went they went fucking all out. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that's my uh, number ten. All right, uh, my number ten is the semifinals match of the G One Climax between uh, Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi. Okay, because another match where they just beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, and Fuck, a- I don't. Did I watch that one? Yeah, you did. It's Abushi. Uh, Kota beats him, and oh yeah, Cody or not Cody? My God, Kota Abushi does like that, uh, that kind of corkscrew like double knees to Omega's like chest. Yep. Oh yep. Oh yeah. Because I was like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. That match is fucking insane. <laughs> Anytime I watch New Japan, I'm always like, why the fuck are you doing that? <laughs> that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's my number ten. That match is insane. Yeah, mm, good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, my number nine. Mm-hmm. I got uh, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair at Survivor Series. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, not, on, not not on your list. That's an honorable mention. I didn't think it would be on your list. Uh, great match. I, know, I just thought it was a fucking. It was a fucking battle. Mm-hmm. I really thought I thought Charlotte was gonna win. Like most of the time, I was like, well, fuck. This will be crazy, but then the heel turn, the story behind it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Charlotte Flair heel turn. So, yeah. And the match was just, I think it kind of, it, Rousey needed that match to show she can kind of work with another in-ring technician as good as Charlotte. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. She, and she kind of proved like, all right, yeah, she can, she can hold her own with these, with these girls. So And that uh, spear bump she took, that sell yeah. was amazing. Man, like so. she sold the fuck out of that spear. Yeah, she's a fucking 
Just catch them on. Mm-hmm. Yep, so. yep, yep, yep. Your number nine? Uh, my number nine is Adam Cole versus Aleister Black, Extreme Rules, at NXT TakeOver Philadelphia. Wait, what match? Adam Cole versus uh, Aleister Black, Extreme Rules match. NXT use it was on your list. Oh yeah, yeah, that was in my okay. I thought it was. I can't remember if it was in my uh, twenty through ten or not. That's a fucking like badass match, man. Yeah. What's what's the part where I'm? Th- I can't remember. Just missed my top Some, ten. What was the? Oh man, did Adam Cole get hit in the head with a kendo stick in that match? Yep. Was Pretty that the sure part that was like fucked up? Wasn't there something else that happened though that was like Jesus Christ? Mm, I think just the kendo stick. I can't remember, but I just remember that match as being so badass and just yeah. it was like such a throwback to like Mick Foley style matches. Yeah, anyway. it was just gnarly. That was so. This was one. This is the first of two matches I forgot about, and I had. I was like, God damn, I love this match when it happened. I like I rewatched this match like three times, like when it happened, like so that definitely had to go in my top ten. But man. I feel like that there was a kendo stick. Wasn't there like a chair spot though that was like kind of fucked up? Oh yeah, it was when they fucking uh, th- didn't he kind of do like a little like not like an attitude adjustment, but like a fireman's carry and like flipped uh Adam Cole like onto like the standing side of the chair. You there, Jim? Jim? Uh oh! Can you hear me? Can yeah. you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. What did you say? I guess I guess I hit the pause button on the uh, dumb shit on the or the mute button on the headset. Uh, no, you're right though. Uh, this is, hey, by the way, that's like the third or second time that's this happened when you've been at your house. Remember the last time it was during hockey talks, and I was like, "Why is nobody letting me say anything?" Yeah. And then yeah, you guys were like, it. "Dude, are you, are you there?" I was yeah. like, "Yeah, I'm here." Lunatics. But wasn't that it? They did like a little like he flipped him onto like the chair and he landed on like the standing side of the chair, like the top part. Yeah, did he drop him on his back? I thought so. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, that was the other part. I was like, oh god damn. Hell match. Yeah. Hell match. All right. What's your uh, number? My number. Shit. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Uh. Jesus. Just like fucking up all of a sudden. I know. I got all these wires. Uh, my number eight is Mustache Mountain versus the Undisputed Era at Takeover Brooklyn. Fucking phenomenal match, man. Dude, that opened the show, and I was just like, mm-hmm. I remember texting you like, "This is incredible." Mm-hmm. I was like, "I love Mustache Mountain." Let's see, that was my yeah, that was my number twelve. So that was actually sitting at number ten when I forgot about these other two matches. Was it? Yeah. That's eight, yeah, like that's my eight. It's a great match. Just a, is, are they doing anything with Mustache Mountain? They're on NXT UK. Oh, that's good. Yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. Tyler Bate, that crazy son of a bitch. Yeah, and I love Trent Seven too. Yeah, I just remember <clears throat> the bumps that Tyler Bate was taking. I was mm-hmm. like, holy shit! That and I loved just the like. How Trent Seven at the end of the match just kind of had that do or die mentality, like oh yeah. fuck Seven or uh, Pete or goddamn Tyler Pate just got thrown out of the ring. He's like, okay, I gotta do something quick, and he tries to throw like these like combo like strikes, and then like they get blocked, and then Undisputed yep. just takes over. Yeah, yeah, the desperation was nuts. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, that was a fucking phenomenal match. Yeah. All right. So uh, my you're... Number... Yep. My number eight, I have Adam Cole versus Velveteen Dream versus Lars Sullivan versus Killian Dane versus Ricochet versus EC3 in a ladder match for the North American NXT Championship at NXT TakeOver New Orleans. That's uh, a little higher up for me. We'll wait. We can wait. We can wait. That's a great match. Yeah. Um, Okay, so my number seven. seven. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, my number seven, I got Adam Cole versus Ricochet, Brooklyn Takeover. Nice, nice. That just uh, barely missed my list. Really? Yep. Dude, I think it was. Wait, that was the same pay per view as the uh, Super Kick spot, right? Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Just, yeah. Dude. Holy oh. shit! That's one of the coolest Super Kick spots ever. Yeah, dude. It was like Barstool talked about it. They were like, "Do you see what like the athleticism this takes?" And then, of course, some yeah. dumbass is like, "Yeah, dude, but like it's scripted." I'm like. That doesn't matter. Wasn't it was uh, El Prez was sticking up for it, wasn't he? He was like yeah. how cool it was, and then I, was it KFC that was saying that, like it was, but it's scripted. Yeah, it was and, KFC. And then like, it, shut up. And then it, uh, Big Cat's like, oh, oh, Robbie, Robbie, like yeah, <laughs> Robbie, come here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I actually I used to really like KFC. I can't stand him. Yeah, he's kind of I don't know. He's kind of a douchebag, and he uh, cheats on his wife, so fuck him. Yeah, he's, he's kind of narcissistic. Yeah, he's very narcissistic. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Adam Cole Ricochet was just a well, – we knew it was going to be a hell of a match, and it uh, – I mean, was that was that for a title? Uh, it was for the North American Championship. Actually. That's right. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Yeah, uh, fucking hell of a match. Yeah, it was. So Great match, great match, great match. Uh, my number seven is the Golden Lovers versus the Young Bucks at New Japan's Pro Wrestling Strong Style Evolved. What a fucking match. I don't think I watched that one yet. You, you haven't you watched that me. match? No, I know you told me to. So this was this was the second match I forgot about, and I was like, I need this needs to be in my top ten. Like when that match happened, like me and Mr. Wilson, we were both just blown away by like this. What was that? That was weird. It was you? No, I didn't do anything. Did you like breathe into the mic? No. That was weird. Huh. Okay. It sounds. Is there a fan blowing next to you? Oh yeah, there that, is. That's what it is. <laughs> Sorry. She says. <laughs> That wasn't me. My bad. <laughs> Man, you're a fucking like hot mess all of a sudden these last like ten minutes. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I've just been <laughs> this illness has got me drained. <laughs> but yeah, Golden Lovers, Young Bucks. I mean, they just tore the fucking house down, stole the show. Um, one of the probably one of the greatest tag team matches I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Who won that match? Uh, the Golden Lovers won the match. That's right. Yep. That's right. And this was when, uh, after the match, Omega extends his hand for a handshake and uh, Matt Jackson turns it down and walks out. <sighs> what a dick. I know. I know. Great match, though. Great match. Our good pal, good pal of the podcast, David Katage, that's out in L.A., uh, 
famous Mr. David Cage. Now he's in two music videos. Not a big deal. Um, <laughs> he was there, so fuck him. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my number six. Yes. I got. I got Chamaso Champa, Gargano, NXT Brooklyn. Was that the unsanctioned match? No, that is. That was. That's the finale. That's the finale. That's right. Yeah. So that's my number six. Great match. It's an honorable mention of mine. Okay. 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 Great match, though. I mean, that match is great because the finale for that match, they throw back. In that match, they literally throw back to every single spot they've ever done, whether it was at a match against one another or it being like on a TV taping. They threw it back to so many different things, and it was it's great storytelling. Yeah, the uh, when they take the mat off of the floor. Yep, mm-hmm. that was. Ugh. These guys are crazy. Good yes, wrestlers. They, yes, they are. Yes, they are. So my number six. Yes. My number six, I got Kenny Omega versus Kashutsuka Okada. I think I pronounced his first name correctly for the first time <laughs> in my life. Uh, for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship, two out of three falls match at New Japan Pro Wrestling Dominion. I mean, part four of the ma- of just the magic that these two can produce together. Um, at the time... I was saying this is a match of the year candidate, which it is, obviously. Oh, fuck. What? I know exactly what match you're talking about now. Yeah, it's the fourth time they wrestle each other. Every time they wrestle, it's amazing. Yeah. But um, just Kenny Omega finally winning the big one, finally winning the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Fuck. Um, Just a great match. Uh, Out of, like, the four times they wrestle each other, it's it's probably my... I don't want to say my least favorite. It's second to I, least. I, second, yeah, it's second to least favorite of the yeah. two. Just because it's like there's only so much that they can do, but it still was amazing at the same time. That's the only reason why it's ranked at number six. If this was like the first time they wrestled, this would be number one. Yeah, if definitely. that makes any sense. Like it does. Yeah, makes sense. Good pick, man. I forgot about that match. Yeah, great match. Great match. Okay, uh, so my number five. Yep, we're getting into the nitty-gritty, the top five. Let's go. My number five, and now that I think about it more, I should have had this lower. Um, Daniel Bryan Lesnar. It's a, uh, it's a fucking great match. Yeah, it was. I think it's just that the ending, since it was so similar to AJ's match, yeah. kind of like this may be why I probably should have had it lower. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, yeah. I mean, Daniel Bryan fucking... Just doing Daniel Bryan things, and that was, a, that was a weird weekend anyway. Having him, he like won the title and was like turning heel, and then went against Lesnar, who was also a heel. Yeah, and you're like, what do we do here? Like, yeah, that was that was weird, but yeah. still a fucking phenomenal. Well, because we were like, Daniel Bryan's always talked like, I know what I could do against Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the match we could have, and that was the huge excitement and from yep. the beginning of that match where he was running around the ring I was like oh it is on dude the way yeah the way when Daniel Bryan's like dancing in the ring at Lesnar like come on you little piece of shit get in the ring yeah like get under his in. skin a little bit yeah. and then dude, what's great is that Brock Lesnar in that match proves that he can work when he wants to work when he yeah. likes the guy he's wrestling against he'll put on a fucking great match right like that 
like that's apparently something Lesnar's done forever. If he likes you, he's gonna put on a hell of a match. He loves Cena. He loves Rollins. He loves Roman. Like you know, he do- apparently does not like Braun Strowman. Like, not surprised. Not surprised. I'm not surprised either. <laughs> he loves, and especially when Paul Heyman says, "This guy is awesome." Paul Heyman loves Styles and Brian. Lesnar worked a fucking phenomenal match. <clears throat> yeah, and, and uh, sorry, I was just running back downstairs. That's why I'm all clanky clank. Uh, um, but yeah, I think it's an ego thing. Yeah, oh, I think so too. It's like, no, I'm the fucking big strong guy, and then yeah. Braun's like, get these hands. And then Brock's like, I'm going to squash you in five well, minutes. And we're all like, oh, this makes no sense. And I'm sure it doesn't help when Braun fucking need him in the face. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. But that, was also- kind of, that was kind of the moment, I think, when Lesnar was like, fuck you, dude. Easy. You just remember when Lesnar punched him back? He goes, calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, he just fucking jacked him right back and was like, calm the fuck down. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool that he need him in the face. Like, I know it wasn't on purpose. I think it was just like he was just amped. He was just amped up, which, yeah, <laughs> calm down, mother, calm down, fucker. But it's like when uh, in that Survivor Series match from a couple of years ago with with Shane McMahon and uh, Jericho, when Shane was just fucking kept hitting Jericho in the face, and Jericho fucking oh, yeah. just rocked him, and Jericho yeah. like crawled up to him, and Shane's like, "Are you okay?" And Jericho's ghost, calm the fuck down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Hearing Jer- Jericho tell that story is so funny, dude. It's hilarious. But if you watch yeah. that, the Barstool uploaded a video with like it side by side. And yeah, it's, dude, he yeah, rocks him. Like, oh, yeah, he rocks him bad. Yeah, Shane, are you all right? Yeah, calm the fuck down. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. All right. So, uh, uh, yeah, I just said my number five, yeah. Lesnar Bryant. Uh, my number five. From NXT TakeOver War Games 2, Tommaso Ciampa versus the Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship. Is that higher oh, on that's, yours? That's higher on mine. I almost thought it was off the list. All right, we'll wait. wait we'll I, wait. I almost smacked myself in the head. We'll wait. We'll wait. The top five, Any, I'm going to say right now, any one of these matches for me could have been number one. Really? Actually... One through like eight, all could have been number one. Like that's how good these matches really are. Yeah, my top. F- I'll go as high as to my top, like six. Mm-hmm. Could potentially be a number one match. Well, we'll wait. If it's a little higher up, we'll wait to talk about that match. Okay. So, what's your number four? Uh, wait, what'd you say your number five was? Tommaso Ciampa, Velveteen oh, yeah, that's Dream. Right. Uh, my number four is Adam Cole versus EC3 versus Killian Dane versus Slur Sullivan versus Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream in a ladder match. Dude, I mean, that's one of the greatest ladder matches of all time. That was my number eight. So, I mean. Was that, was that Ricochet's? This is debut. Debut. Yeah. Yeah, because he did the cool thing off the fucking ropes, and I was like, this and dude. I'm pretty and may have been EC3's first match. Like, I think he debuted on a TV taping, but I think that was his first, like, official match. Yeah, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that match was just, dude. It's insane. It's, it's nonstop and, insane. Around then is when I actually got real into Velveteen Dream, because I thought he yep. put on a, uh, 
you know, I don't, at least from my opinion, I don't remember his character ever being like kind of hardcore-ish kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that match just showed like, hey, he can go. And he's willing to he, do. Anything. Yeah, there's some more dimensions to this guy that yeah. he, he, he he can go to and be entertaining. And uh, I think it was like his elbow drop or something off yep. like the ladder or something. I was yep. like. I was like, that was sick. His match against uh, Alistair Black at War Games last year was, and that's what that's what put him on the map was his match against Alistair Black. That match is insane. Oh yeah, I can't remember. Did Velveteen Dream have a match at NXT Takeover Philadelphia, the one in January? I can't remember if he did or not. Maybe I want to say yes, but I just can't remember who it was. Um, or was was he injured at all? No, I don't think so. I don't remember, but because Velveteen Dream has literally um, just hold been on, let with... me see. Yeah, he uh he faced uh, Cassius Ono. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right. And Ono almost sandbagged him. Like, and yeah, apparently management was pissed about that. Yeah, that's right. Um. Yeah, but uh, Velveteen Dream out of every he's so I want to say his match against Black is his first takeover. That was back at War Games. He's been on every takeover since War his, Games. Was it 2017 War Games was his first match? I at a takeover. Oh, at a takeover. Mm-hmm. Okay, which I think it was. I could be wrong. I th- want to okay. say it is, but. He was incredible. He has been the talk of the show for yeah. every takeover since like his arrival, except for Cassius Ono and his match against EC3. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, I think he's another guy that, because he never really had a wrestling background, right? Velveteen? Yeah. He was training to be a wrestler. Okay. Like, he's so young. Like, he's only like 22 years old. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, like we say about Rousey, like he he's caught on pretty fucking quick. Yeah, he has. Uh, a lot of people wanted him to win tough enough. Like mm-hmm. I remember when Patrick Clark's his real name. I remember when yeah. he got voted off. People were pissed. Apparently, yeah. even Jericho was like pissed that like he was he like, was voted off the show. Jericho was really pissed about that. Um, and I didn't realize uh, Mandy Rose and uh, Sonya Deville are from that season of Tough Enough. Yeah, they are. I had no uh, idea. Which just goes to show to all of them, like, hey, yeah, you didn't win tough enough, but to stick with it and then to, mm-hmm. you know, kind of, you know, make your way through the ranks pretty quick. Yeah. They obviously saw something. And what I think is hilarious is that the last two winners of Tough Enough have been fired or released, like, really quickly. <laughs> like, yeah. So maybe you don't want to win tough enough. Like, yeah, kind of like you don't want to win, like, King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. Or, uh. Actually, I guess. Three, the last three people that won Tough Enough have all have it like it's a curse because Daniel Pewter was, I think, the last one, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> and then the Miz uh, was on one and he didn't win. Ryback was on one, he didn't win. Like they all made yeah. it. Like it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> John Morrison was on one, he didn't win. Oh no, he did win. He did win. I forgot. Yeah, he won. He's probably. Yeah. If looking back on it, is he the most successful tough enough winner? Shit, probably. Probably. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But uh, I don't even remember what match I picked. Yeah, it was a ladder we match. Just, we just got so deep into Velveteen Dream and how awesome he is. Oh, uh, uh, real quick on that ladder match. How, how about yeah. the spot where they throw EC3 like through the oh, table on, oh, onto Vel- or through the ladder on yeah. Velveteen? Then they did the spot again on the other side with Killian Dane picking up, uh, was it Adam Cole on the ricochet? Yeah, on the ricochet. Holy yep. shit. I, I remember just like... I felt sore after watching that match. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that takeover was on the same night as the Blues against the Avalanche. It was winner goes to the playoffs. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Because it was right. the night before WrestleMania. Yep. I remember everybody's at everybody was at the bar already, mm-hmm. like watching the game, like getting ready yeah. to watch the game, like getting the spot because the bars were fucking packed. Because I mean, it right. was, technically, it was a playoff game. It was a do or die playoff game. Right, I stayed back just to watch the ladder match, and when Adam <laughs> Cole won the match, I was literally jumping up and down in front of my TV by myself. I'm like, I was like, oh my god, everybody needs to watch this match. Like, fuck the Blues game. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just to still to this day, I think that's one of the loudest like Adam Cole baby like chants. Oh, that's like, so loud. Yeah. Oh. When he does when he does it during the match is insane. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, anyway, that was your number four? Yep. Say so yeah? Yep. All right. Uh, my number four is from NXT TakeOver New Orleans. Same night as that ladder match. Unsanctioned match between Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, what's that, your number four? Yep. Uh, okay, that's my number three. All right, all right. So we'll talk uh, about it. Let's go. Want to wait? <laughs> but uh, uh, the yeah, first one, in my opinion, is the best one. Oh, the unsanctioned, or yeah, yeah, yeah. So went unsanctioned, last man standing, and then no, last man standing was the finale. Street, yeah, yeah, Chicago oh, yeah. Street fight was yeah. the second one. Yeah, street fight. That's what I was trying to think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but the first one, first Jesus. one's the best, man. Jesus Christ. What a match! Just and Tommaso walking out to no music. That's the match you put at Mania. Yo, shit! Like the yeah, fuck yeah. I would, I would, that match on Mania. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. It's like the main roster, like Vince has kind of forgotten about, is that WrestleMania should have the best matches, and it's like all they care about is having the best moments, and it's like no. Put the best matches on. You're telling me that Shinsuke and fucking AJ. Don't have the best match like at WrestleMania this past year. Come on, let them. You know they were fucking restricted, like from what they could do. Like, oh yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, because we weren't all that happy with the match. No, which is which is stupid. Why won't you just let everybody just go? Like, obviously there's no restrictions in there's no restrictions in NXT. Right. It's like just um. What I was going to say about, oh, NXT being on Mania, uh, like, we, we talked about it last year. I remember before, like, Mania season, we were always like, yeah, the moments are cool, but that's all they're pushing for. It's like a 10-second moment. They're yeah. not, like, the biggest moments, like the Austin moments and stuff at Mania were because of the story behind it that yep. led up to it. And it was like, like the matches, more, too, though. Yeah, we exactly. The matches, like... There was the story outside of the ring and the story inside of the ring, and that were so captivating that like Gargano and Ciampa have that it's like 
that's that's a that's a story you want to see end or continue or whatever at at WrestleMania. Yep. So, but whatever, we'll just keep hoping that like a celebrity shows up every minute. <laughs> it's so sad but true. Yeah, it is, and it's like I, I and trust me, I get what they're trying to do. They want to give us moments, and we do appreciate that. But some of the best moments just come natural. Yep. Do you know what the fucking rumor is for WrestleMania this year? Is uh, Flo Rida versus Machine Gun Kelly? Nope. Vegas odds have The Rock at winning the Royal Rumble. Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> CD, where you at, buddy? Yeah. His like the odds apparently like jumped this past week too. So people are like. It might actually be happening. Rock versus Brock. So apparently, uh, the original rumor was Rock versus Roman. So I guess yeah. that's not happening because of right. obvious reasons. But oh yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't want that. Which love you, love you, Rocky. But what makes me mad though is that if that's the case, that's going to be the main event uh, when it should be Becky and Ronda. Yep. Uh, why do you tell me things? <laughs> There's some things you just shouldn't tell your co-host. I know. And one of them is that. That's okay. <laughs> All right. So where am I at now? <laughs> um, number two. Because my your... number three. Or no, sorry. Your number, th- yeah, three. My number three. Number three. Yeah. My number three is for the SmackDown Women's Championship in a last woman's standing match at Evolution, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. All right, that's my number two. That's your number two? Wow, look at us, hey. I know. Uh, you want to wait? Dude, just should have main evented. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> like, z- like this yeah. match was amazing. God. I just remember having chills through like that whole match. Yep. Just, uh, I'm probably going to watch that tonight. But what's you know what's like kind of like, again, like I don't like Meltzer. He only gave this match of he didn't give it a five star rating. He gave it a four point seven. Oh Fuck yeah, and, you, Dave. And he was like, "What? Because it's WWE and the women, I have to give it a five star." Blah blah blah. And it's like, no, dude. Like it you're was just a trying fucking five star match, you piece of shit. You fucking yeah. WWE. Okay. Oh, this drives me nuts because it's like Dave Meltzer has created like this fan base of like, if it's WWE, it automatically sucks. And it's yeah. like that's not true. Like. Right. Like, that's not true. There was no five-star matches from NXT TakeOver War Games this past year. How fucked up is that? You're telling me Ciampa and Dream don't have a five-star match? (laughs) You're telling me Black and uh, Gargano wasn't a five-star match? Fuck you, you fucking grumpy old steroid (laughs) fuck. God. Yeah. Uh, It's just... His way of trying to fucking get over. Yeah, and him and his co-host Brian Alvarez, are they ever not bitching? Like, oh, that's all they do. I mean, I know we. I know it's like their gimmick, but like, all they do is bitch and moan like about everything. And it's like, dude, oh man, I don't even know. I don't. It would literally be like if me and you would have been doing hockey talks the past four months about the Blues. Yeah. It just would have been bitching and bitching and bitching and yeah. bitching. It's like who wants to hear the same bitching over and over? Yeah, but they never, they never give credit when credits do when the show's good. No, they don't. No, because they, they don't want to be like the rest of us marks who can appreciate a good fucking show. Like that whole fucking show was a five star match. Yeah, it's a five star fucking show. Yeah, like but, yeah, uh, Becky Lynch Charlotte man. Uh, that might be my all time favorite women's match, honestly. 
Yeah, dude. It it <laughs> it might be. Uh, it's just so fucking fun to see. It like w- women's wrestling is the funnest thing for me right now. Yeah, it's dude. It's the best. Yeah, it's and it's like when I was eight or nine, I loved women's wrestling because it was like, you know, brown panties matches, yeah. and I was eight. And now I'm just like, yes, these beautiful, talented women are telling incredible stories. They're they're hungry. All of them are so hungry. Even like, you know, the uh, but up the dancing one, uh, fucking my god, uh, one of the Usos' wives. Oh, Naomi. Uh, Naomi, like I know, maybe she's not the best, but like she's, you know, like she's hungry to like do something because she had a well, push there for a little bit and didn't really, wasn't able to really go all into it. And not even that, but you're noticing women like on the independent scene now, they're like yeah. starting to take it over. Like the Smoke Show, uh, Scarlett Pedrow, like yeah, holy uh, Chelsea, shit, she's Chelsea not Green. only fucking yeah, Chelsea Green. She's not only fucking like sexy, but she can fucking wrestle too, Scarlett Pedrow. Yeah. Like she can actually wrestle. There's another mm-hmm. woman, but her name is uh, Lana Austin. She's like totally independent. Like, not she hasn't been like kind of featured anywhere, but in the UK, and she can fucking wrestle. Like, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah, um, it's just it's it's just fun. It it's really fun is. to watch, man. And Tessa Blanchard. I mean, yeah, and uh, props to to Becky for fucking just taking it higher. Yeah. Definitely. The bar the bar's been raised on if you want to be a heel in this business as a woman now. Or yep. she's not really a heel, but if you want to be you know what I'm fucking trying to say. Yep. Whatever the hell she's doing, that's the bar now for women. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> she's yeah. the female stone cold right now. Like Yep, exactly. She's that that's how over she is. You're tuning yep. in the SmackDown, not just for Daniel Bryan, but you're almost tuning in the SmackDown for Becky Lynch, like a hundred percent now. Yeah, that's why I sent out that tweet where it was like the SpongeBob thing, where it's like, "What do you usually do while I'm gone?" And Patrick's like, "I wait here until you get back." Yeah. <laughs> that's how I feel every week about Becky Lynch. It's just like, I, it's just like, okay, what happened on SmackDown with Becky Lynch? What did she do? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which is just awesome. <laughs> God, she's a bad motherfucker. Yeah, she is. So that was your number two. That was my number two. Right. Uh, so. I'll say my number one because you already said it, and yours is going to be different. So well, I still got my number two. Oh fuck, dude! Sorry, go ahead. Which I don't think you have said, and I'm. If I already said your number one, and you left this match off your list, boy, you fucked up. I probably fucked up. My number two is from NXT TakeOver Philadelphia for the NXT Championship. Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas. Oh, buddy. Can we talk about it next week? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking shit. Damn it. How do you forget this match? I don't know. I almost forgot about NXT Philadelphia. Uh, God, how do you forget just that match, though? Oh, God, I don't know, because there was so much good wrestling this year. <laughs> Fuck. It's like when I forgot loving someone or whatever from the yeah, 1975 true. list. So if you really had to pick, where would this match be on your Shit. list? Shit. It's in my top five. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can tell you where, but fucking shit. I was looking at people's lists throughout the year. This is their number one, like everywhere. Damn it. Wow. Yeah, I uh, can't believe I forgot that. Hmm. 
<laughs> but what uh, a match, eh? Yeah. I mean, fucking hell of a match. Andrade Cien Almas proving his worth. Gargano just proving that he's Johnny freaking wrestling. Like, yeah. What a match. Yeah. I'm just in awe right mm-hmm. now. That, like, that was the true kickoff to this WrestleMania season. This, this yeah, WrestleMania really season was. was awesome. Like, this past WrestleMania season was actually, like, it, it was. It was pretty good. Yeah, except for, like, Roman and, like, Lesnar. Like, that's what kind of sucks is, like, people think about Roman and Lesnar and they don't really look at the rest of the stuff that was going on for WrestleMania season. And it was fucking awesome. Like don't let like that one, like build up right. ruin like the entire build up for WrestleMania and then like NXT season. Cause that whole season was amazing. Yeah. Don't let one bad egg ruin it for the whole class. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck. You're right, man. That really was a, the build for, I kind of started making Mania season fun. Mm-hmm. That was the kickoff. That was the night before yeah. Rumble. Like, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because Rumble was good. Rumble was awesome. That Rumble, I think, might be the best pay-per-view of the year. Yeah, definitely. And then I think Hell in a Cell after that. Actually, no. I'm, like, I'm not counting NXTs. I'm counting just main <laughs> yeah. roster. They but, speak for themselves. Um, Royal Rumble's the best, in my opinion, and Evolution's second. Yeah, and then definitely. Hell in a and then, yeah, Hell in a Cell was good. Uh yeah, nothing else was really... No, Money in the Bank was okay. Money in the Bank was all right, yeah. But hmm. yeah, Alistair, or uh, excuse me, Johnny Gargano, Andrade, Cien Almas. Good oh. pick, good pick. Wow, can't believe I forgot Andrade that. Andrade needs that push, man. This is what scares me about, like, Tommaso, Velveteen, and Gargano getting a call. Yeah, yeah. So how do you not, how does Andrade not get that push yet? Yeah. Right. Yeah, he needs to do something, I'd... I'd put him in that United States picture. On my universe mode, I just had him beat Kenny Omega for the WWE Championship, if that matters. Yeah, that's too early of a push. <laughs> oh, I mean, this is like my third year like in universe mode, so I mean, oh, it, was, okay, it was building. It was building. Building. Yeah. I had I built I made my own corporation, Shane McMahon leading it. It has Andrade in it, Samoa Joe, Randy Orton, and Shinsuke. I mean, that's a bad group, man. You don't want to fuck with them oh. against the elite. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're doing there. See what I did? See what I did there? I see what you did there. It's a good story. You should watch it. it. <laughs> um, all right. So my number my number one? Yeah. My number one, NXT War Games, Tommaso Ciampa, Velveteen Dream. I had a feeling this was going to be your number one, actually. Yeah. I think it's just because uh, we at the scene live before, apparently, our house show was the first time first they wrestled. Time. Yeah, and it and was it kind was... of like the test. Like, can this yeah. go over for a takeover? Like, yeah, fuck it went over for two thousand people. How many ever went there, dude? Yeah, I mean, if you have a house show with like maybe even a thousand people, I mean, you think it was two thousand, maybe like a yeah. thousand people that were there chaining fight forever, and this is awesome. Yeah. I know that's a cliche thing, but when you get the fight forever chant, that's when you know this match is special. Like. Because that's that's a chant that's not always like chanted. No, and dude, honestly, that that match alone would be in my top five from just that live event. Yeah, it was fucking uh, amazing. I didn't I didn't know if they'd be able to top that for me at uh, at War Games, and for me, they, they did. Fucking did, man. I mean, dude, I was at the edge of my bed, like yeah, bent over at my TV, like 
dude. I was like, holy fuck, dude, Dream's going to win. Dream's going to win. I like, oh. I was like 98% sure. I was like, Dream's taking it. And it was just, it was an emotional roller coaster yeah. of a Go match. Go and watch the audience for the last 10 minutes of that match. Yeah. I don't think they sit, I think they're all standing for the last 10 minutes. Like, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure you're right, dude. And David, the reactions from them. David was there and he texted me, he goes, dude, I thought fucking Velveteen was going to pull it off. They fucking got me big time. Yeah. Yep. I was like, I kind of thought they were going to give it to Velveteen for a second. And I'm like, there's so no, like, I remember picking Chomp. I'm like, there's no way Chomp is losing the title. And then they're like, they were so good at telling that story that I was just like, oh shit. Like, maybe. Like, uh, <laughs> like, uh, so I'm pretty sure I had Chompa winning. Yeah. Like, uh, you had Dream. No, yeah. And I remember, I had, I had Chompa. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or maybe it came down. I don't know. Maybe we I only had one match difference on that one. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah, you're right. But I remember almost just being like, I don't even care if this fucks me up for total wins or anything in this thing. Like if, if Velveteen, Velveteen Dream wins, because I was just like, what a fucking right. moment that would have been. Right. I was the same way about yeah. uh, Brian and Lesnar. Yeah, same. Uh, but yeah, dude, that was just, it's got to be my number one. And like that DET fucking... cell at the end. You know, oh, it seems like brother. they're building towards. The next takeover looks like they're building towards a triple threat. We're finally going to get that triple threat match. Yeah. So it seems like they're building towards, which I hope that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I kind of want it to be a fatal four-way. I want them to add Velveteen into the mix. Yeah, I don't see why they wouldn't. I know. I think I think this is just Triple H. I think Triple H just like really wants to see these three like together. Yeah. And can you imagine like Argano like stealing the title like in that match? Oh, like buddy. he doesn't pin Ch- uh, Champa, he pins Black and wins the title. Yeah. Mm. Now we're cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Book it. All right, time for my number one. Let it out. What do you think it is? Do you have any idea at this point? Oh man. I'm gonna go is it, through. Is it from a takeover? Maybe, maybe. I'm gonna go through and read my honorable mentions real quick. Let's get that okay. out of the way. Yeah, go for it. Honorable mentions: Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole versus Ricochet, Undisputed Era versus Oni Larkin and Danny Burch, War Games from this past year, Oscar versus Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair, Marty Skrull versus Kushida Okada at All In, Golden Elite versus. Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and Bandito at All In. Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Jr. at All In. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe at Super Showdown. AJ Styles versus Nakamura at Money in the Bank. AJ Styles versus Daniel Bryan from SmackDown here in good old St. Louis, Missouri. What's up? Uh, (laughs) Pete Dunne versus Ricochet from that NXT episode. I mean, what a match. Uh, Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton inside a Hell in a Cell. Men's Royal Rumble and Cody Rhodes versus Kenny Omega from that G1 special that was here in uh, the United States. Okay. And at number one, at number one. I can't even think. For the NWA championship uh, at All In, Cody versus Nick Aldis is my number one match of the year. Okay. Uh, I didn't even think. I was wondering why you didn't say any of that match throughout your list. Yeah. That's my number one. Uh, it's my number one. A lot of people will not pick this like to be their match of the year for me. 
even if I wasn't there, I think I'd still pick this as my number one for yeah. the sole fact of that the throwback it had to the old school style of professional wrestling, to that NWA style of professional wrestling, to that style of wrestling that if it wasn't for guys like Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes and Harley Race, wrestling would not be around today. Like, and it was such an homage to like them in that match. And they captured so many people's attention to the point where that crowd was going fucking insane before the match even began. Like they were chanting, this is awesome before the match started. I mean, just the build to this match, it was an eight month build to the match. And it, it got to the point where closer to the show, they started to really like focus on Nick Aldis and like his family and what it means Mm -hmm. to him as champion. And then you're like, fuck, like I kind of, want him to retain the title a little bit here but you really wanted cody to like become the first ever father son nwa champion like there's so much rich history with that title that's what i was about to say about i was gonna mention dusty Rhodes, how much that actually just really played into it yep and just so with you add in all those factors you add in the storytelling during the match the color in the match and the old school roll-up finish and yeah. just the overall emotion, true emotion after the match, that to me makes a blueprint for what it should be as a professional wrestler. Yeah. Do you remember Cody's like interview after he won, where he uh, he kind of started like he was going off and just kind of got like fired up. So he started talking about his dad. And yeah. He was like almost like emotional and like you know it was like and fucking you know like oh uh, dude I mean that I haven't seen the match yet. I watched that interview after, and I was like, fuck, this just meant so much to those guys. Yep. Win or lose, just like the importance of making sure that title was, you know, is important again, and it's relevant, and that it, you know, this has such a rich history behind it. Yep. It's just, like you said, that's just being a professional at its finest. Yep, and it really is. I mean, to me, I mean, just in having the honor and, pl- and privilege of just being in the audience like yeah. for that match like that's yeah. just that's just a moment i will never forget it almost was like i don't want to get cliche or anything but it's like do time, it it was like time stood still for like a second like I when what, i get what you're saying when they were just facing off against each other and the crowd was just erupting it was almost like i was just looking around and it was like silent and like it's one of those it all in like it sounds no, like it's, no it's one of those intended. moments no pun intended i was taking it all in like it, it sounds like one of those moments that you like you can feel yes it really it's was like uh what's the quote it's like it, it's like the wind it's like you can't see it but you can you can just feel it yep that's it's a, like, you yeah. can be somewhere in a moment you can be like hold like man this kind of feeling like yeah. and yeah man like it's I, a memory you don't fucking phone for like no. you could like you could, in 20 years, describe that moment to a wrestling fan. Yeah. It is I, mean, like, no, I don't have any of your proof of it, but like mm-hmm. I can can give you every inch of detail about yeah. the and atmosphere. Like I almost like got emotional like there just because I'm like, yeah. for the longest time, I've, I mean, for as long as I've been a wrestling fan, for over 20 years, I've always wanted to see a wrestling show in Chicago. But having 
to see all in in Chicago. I mean, which will go down in wrestling history as one of just a show that's like, that's never going to be forgotten. Like no. that's going to be, that's in wrestling history now. Yeah. And just to say I was there and to see that match, I'll, I'll never forget it. So that's, that's my number one. Yeah. And it, it, uh, uh, duh, Jim fucking say it. Uh, Oh, I was just going to say that it also just shows for Cody Rhodes. Like why, when he comes back, hopefully if he comes back to WWE, why he should be in the top. Yep. Yep. He has got one of the best minds for wrestling in general. Mm -hmm. And I think right now with how fucking cream of the crop his brain is, he he could do a lot for WWE. Mm-hmm. He could do creatively, I won't say just as much as his dad did, because there will never be a Dusty Rhodes, but he's got those jeans in him, and those fucking those wheels are turning in his head. Yep. The Dusty Road jeans are turning in Cody's head, and that's the kind of creativity you need in WWE. Yes, they are. I mean, he's got everything you would want for creativity-wise. Like, I mean, he his mind is unreal. When it comes yeah. to like thinking of creative ideas and stuff, isn't that? And it goes to show with the elite too. Um, I don't think the elite felt necessarily. I don't think it was actually complete until Cody joined them. Like as much as people yep. say, like without Bullet Club and the elite, Cody wouldn't be anywhere. I think you can almost say the same in reverse for the popularity wise. Yeah, definitely. Like nothing started really getting kicked off until Cody and Marty joined that group. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah. And that's, You're right. And that's what yeah. They they it. definitely go hand in hand for each other, man. Yeah. And it's like and and they'll they can both admit like yeah we like we were both good, but we it's like needing a line mate. It's like I'm not as good on the ice without you. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were for each other. And it's just and the other cool thing on a lighter note about Cody Rhodes, if he comes to WWE, we get to have a cool dog on the show. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> we love dogs, man. What's his, what's his name? Farah. Farah. Yeah. What a badass. That's a mm-hmm. badass looking dog too. Fuck yeah. And you got Winston just... with Marty. <laughs> Winston. Funniest fucking thing. That's great. It's a great name. They, they always post, I can't think of anything right now, they post shit on Twitter about the dog. And they, uh, well, they call him something. Flip Gordon has a dog too, and they have a t-shirt that's like dog club or something, and it shows like the three dogs <laughs> on the shirt. Damn, I want that shirt. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, dude. Uh, well, good pick for that match. I, I was waiting for I was like, man, I, there's got to be like... Is that the only all-in moment you had? And on, uh, on my number twenty was Joey Janela and uh, that's right. Adam Page. That's Chicago Street Fakes. That's match was, and then that's the match where the uh, Joey Ryan's Dick Parade when he came back. <laughs> yeah, it's a great that's moment. Sh- that's actually I should take the Undertaker or Shawn Michaels moment off my top ten. That Joey Ryan returning was fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, I know we've been going on for quite a while with these people, but uh, I got a I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you say your top wrestling moment this year, outside of like matches, moments, wrestlers, was all in weekend in general? Oh yeah, yeah. Just because of like every you got to call a match with fucking uh, Ian Riccoboni and Kevin Ian, Kelly, Kevin Kelly with the Young Bucks standing behind you. Yeah. The uh, the SCU. Oh, dude. Video. Yeah. All uh, I almost said Young Buck weekend. Uh, nothing will ever top that weekend for me for like yeah. a while. Unless like you maybe go back a WrestleMania. Time. I was going to say, unless you could go back in time and watch like Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Yeah. Like nothing, <laughs> even, but I don't even know if that's even the case. I think it's just, it was so cool 
because it was such an independent field that all the wrestlers were just walking around too. And nobody was really bothering the wrestlers, not to mention just the SCU when they walked behind me, like right. Scorpio Sky doing the SCU. And then yeah. uh, on top of that, I got to talk to like Matt Stryker and yeah. I, I can't say the other guy's name now. He was cool oh, at the yeah. time, but like <laughs> you know, he's turned out to be kind of like a weird pedophile. But yeah, <laughs> um, but one of the, Little, little, little things that I'll never forget about that weekend is when Tommy Dreamer was standing right next to me. And <laughs> Joey Ryan's like with a little kid. He goes, Here, here's somebody I really want you to meet. He's a really nice guy. He's like, well, he's a legend in this business. And Tommy Dreamer under his breath just goes, who is this? I don't want to meet anybody. I don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and I God. fucking started laughing my ass off to the point where Dreamer looked at me and I just like walked away because I was like, I don't think Dreamer meant for anybody to hear him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I fucking lost it because I'm like just thinking of him on Edge and Christian. Like, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't hit him with like the Tommy, 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 Tommy. Well, I was going to until like I think the kid was like a special needs kid, so I think uh, it was like a charity thing. I didn't want to take away that moment. So, yeah, see, it's a good thing. Like, I think about this shit before like right. I do it before I look like a giant asshole. Yeah. Uh. I was going to say that when you kind of said that, like, the wrestlers were all walking around, like, I feel like that whole weekend, it was like, there was no egos between the wrestlers there or the wasn't, fans. man. Like, the fans weren't like, oh, you owe it to us to be out here, and mm-hmm. you should be taking all these pictures and doing everything. It's like... There really wasn't. The gift they gave us was, like, that show. Yeah. And what we are giving back to them is showing up. Like, mm-hmm. it was just like, it seemed like there was like just a respect of, like, fuck yeah. Like, it was a victory for, like, the fans, too. And it was a victory for me, knowing that I'm taller than, uh... uh uh, fucking Tessa Blanchard. So, yeah. Oh, and you got Marty Scroll to give you a too sweet. Oh yeah. Fuck. How did I forget about that? <laughs> Marty too sweet. And the way like he did it. Yeah. The way he did it was fucking hilarious. I'm like Marty too sweet. And he goes oh, too sweet. And somebody just walks in between us. He's like, hold on, I'll get over to you. Hold on. There we go. Too sweet. <laughs> I just imagine just like beat bopping around like the yeah. little like the little English man or whatever that yeah. he is. He was just in like, like a full <laughs> suit too. Like yeah. Didn't want to be like a dick and be like, get out of the way. I got a too sweet this guy. She's like, oh, yep, nope. Hold on. Yeah. One sec. I'll Is get it, over there. I'm not Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> too sweet. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Oh, man. Yeah, and that's then, oh, awesome. And I, how could I forget this? Uh, talking to the Young Buck's dad, Papa Buck. I mean, yeah. coolest fucking, I mean, what a fucking just gem of a person that guy is. Yeah. Didn't you say either he remembered the article that you wrote or that? The Bucks did like Bucks. a year ago. Was, okay. Okay. Maybe I was. Maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, the Bucks did like a year ago, and they were like, oh, yeah, I remember this, PWP. I'm like, yeah, actually, yeah, fucking sweet. So the Elite in general just will always have a place, like, as a fan for me, you know? Like, I'll never, like, ever talk badly about any of the guys in there just just due to, like, just the personal shit that I got into, like, talk to them about, you know? Right, yeah. yeah. The only Definitely. two I haven't met yet is Cody and uh, Hangman. Hopefully Cody likes us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we like him. We like you, Cody. Don't hate us. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Good list. Great list. Great fucking list. Great fucking list. Jesus Christ. Great list. <laughs> Ass mouth. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you got a one, two, three finish you want to hit him with? <laughs> oh, fuck. Another list? Uh, Christ. Uh... My number th- oh I keep I always go backwards. I count backwards as a ref. Uh I'm like fucking uh Wow dude, I am drawing blanks on people right now. Who just oh Heath Heath uh 
Heath Slater, new referee. Yeah, I guess it's a heel turn. You know? See that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, my number one. Um, what a good year for wrestling all around. Yeah, except for Raw. Um, except for Raw. Um, yeah, but other than that, like women's riot wise, indie wise, NXT, mm-hmm. uh, just huge. Yeah. Uh, uh, my number two. Uh, oh, man, I don't want to say because it's already on their list, but like Daniel Bryan returning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, dude, that's just. I mean, it's he just set a new standard for hey. Yep. Don't let anything hold you down. Like the fucking new, never give up. Um, and my number one, uh, I was going to say something about Becky Lynch, but I'm just going to say my number one is at the end of this wrestling year so far is going to lead into what I could say maybe being one of the best years of wrestling next year. Yeah, I think so too. I think I'm right there with you on that. I'm going to make that my number one, kind of a prediction that I think 2019 will be Incredible. one of the best years we've seen of wrestling in quite some time i agree with you on that i totally do all right what's your uh number number one shout out becky lynch i mean just number one overall babe and two my celebrity crush and three um just what a performer that she is and how she has stolen the wwe spotlight from everybody like that's yeah. how good she is. All right. And yeah, has she's... become the number one troll on Twitter. Yes. She's the man. <laughs> yeah. So if she's the man, does that make me gay? I don't know. A question for next time. But I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, shout out to the elite on just an incredible year all around for yeah. them. I mean, Def. all in, everything that we just talked about. I mean, they captivated yeah. the wrestling world this year. Yeah. that's just It's just such a cool brotherhood to watch. It really is. Just a group of guys that just want to change this business, mm-hmm. like, the, like the click. Yep, and definitely fucking doing it. Yeah, good pick. I knew you were gonna pick them, so I didn't say. Anything. <laughs> and uh, number three, shout out uh, to Triple H. Without Triple H, you don't have NXT. Without Triple H, you don't have these amazing, amazing, amazing wrestlers and stories that are going on right now. And without Triple H, two hundred five live could be dead. Like. He's saved that brand. Like he has done so much good for this, for like the business in general, that I cannot wait until he starts taking over the main roster stuff because it's just gonna be fucking amazing. So shout out to yeah. Triple H. He has honestly won 2018. Yeah, uh, I would also say maybe without him, that women's wrestling yep. might not be as exactly. Uh, as much as people think that he throws himself in the limelight every time there's a big women's thing, well, it's like he's he's not. But he is a part of, yeah. Like he's a big reason why, and he would never take credit for. He'll admit that, yeah, I, I wanted for it, I pushed it, but he'll give all credit to the women that are mm-hmm. taking the opportunities given them. But yeah, that's a hell of a pick. I mean, yeah. look at Evolution. I mean, look at that pay per view. I mean, just you can tell it was a Triple H produced show. It had the NXT feel to it. Everything was smaller, and you focused on the wrestler and the wrestlers, mm-hmm. the performers, like. Yeah. We weren't focused on everything else in that, in nope. that show. So shout out Triple H there. That was awesome. And also shout out, he got Shawn Michaels out of retirement for one night. He did. Yeah, he Even did. if that match sucked, but you still, we still got, got to see him. Shawn. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, right. 
You can go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Periscope at Offended Pod. Make sure to go follow PWP Nation at PWP Nation on all social media platforms as well. Go buy our T-shirt at www.prowrestlingtees.com and search Offended on that website. We come right up. Uh, make sure to go listen to our Spotify playlist at Offended Presents Songs of the Week. And make sure to go follow or go listen to our TLC pay-per-view preview. Yes. Which is on by the time this comes out, which will be on <clears throat> all Spotify and uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm watching YouTube like videos right now, and it literally is just playing matches in a row. And I'm at where Jericho's getting pissed at Shane at the Survivor Series <laughs> match. He literally just kicked him in the face. And I just watched him like get out of the ring and like kick the table and like push the cameraman out of the way because he's so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, of course, like this is how ironic that this is the match right oh, now. It's on, but uh, <laughs> and you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, Snapchat at Trick Ten Forty Two. You can follow Stoutsy at uh, Jimmy James Nine Four One Seven on Twitter and Instagram, and James V Stout on Snapchat. Nice, nice, nice. And this is it. This is our end of 2018 uh, Best of Wrestling for the year. Might have to redo the right. list after TLC. Hopefully not. I doubt it. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I doubt it too. But uh, maybe a couple of honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Over it, maybe. Over it. Hopefully, I'll be back next week for uh, some uh, wet wrap up. Yeah, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe you'll be alive. <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to, listeners, send me a gift basket from Pro Wrestling Tees. That'd be cool. <laughs> a crate. Yeah, send me a crate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, for Stoutsy, I'm Tricky. This has been Offended, presented by PWP Nation. We'll see you next week. Bye, Marks. Bye.